0: Hey Guardians, welcome back to another episode of the Destiny Lorecast, or as we've been calling it this week, the Dredgen Yourcast. Joining me this week, we have Anon Pig. actually we don't have Anon Pig this week, he's feeling a little under the weather, um, but we do have Mythos Mike, and we have a special guest tonight, uh, Jared B. Uh, so how's everyone doing tonight?
1: Bad, not bad. I'm
0: tired. Yeah, better than Anon. You're yeah, better than Anon. <laughs> better than Anon. That's the important part. <laughs> Uh, so I've, have uh, you guys gotten your uh, Thorn bounty for uh, for the Rise of Iron yet?
2: No, no. I've done like every bounty in the world. No, I haven't.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah. I think I've done, you know, I've done all of Shiro's bounties, as many of the uh, Crucible or Vanguard bounties as I can every day, and yeah, I haven't had it pop yet. So that purple diamond, kind of
2: the purple diamond <laughs> above the Traveler is starting to like get me worried.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. I've thought about deleting the Thorn I have, just to. And, curious if maybe that has something to uh to do with it but it didn't work it didn't work for me it didn't work for you no (laughs) so you're you're a step ahead of me then awesome uh so uh so jared you and i kind of go back a little ways with the dgs fan chats and having some good discussions there about the lore and everything but you do something else uh in this community as well do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do
2: i could yeah oh right now
0: yeah, yeah, go for it.
2: <laughs> sure. So what I think you're referring to is my infamous Destiny cam service, where I wear the sweet jacks helmet. No, wait, not that. <laughs> oh, the, the other <laughs> thing. The other thing. Art. Art things. So I'm an artist. Uh, I draw things. I actually do something for you guys, but Anon neglected to show everyone.
0: <laughs> it's, it's all right. I, I showed him, so all right. Anon's <laughs> not as, in as much trouble as he could have been, but. Um. <laughs>
2: I've also done a few like single page comic stories and bits of lore that I thought maybe I could flesh out sequential art. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a lot more coming whenever my life gets back in order.
0: Nice. Um, yeah, also- I always, I always enjoyed your art because it, you know, not only is it good, you know, good drawing, you know, good, um, you know, description of the characters in the scenes, but you, you, you add a little humor in it usually with the, your little comics. And so it's always, always fun to, fun to read and fun to follow along.
2: Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, I've uh, recently, I've been doing a, this little series called the Pahani Ni Naretta, of just like this hunter comedy series. Um, that actually I've been getting a lot of information from, or help from Anon back when him and I used to talk a lot. Um, but also I've done a short little animation called the uh, Thanos Knotts for the ghost stories, YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, have you, have you had more than one? I, I remember the first one came out. Did you have another one after that?
2: No, cause Before I've been, no, cause I've been, Busy with school. Oh, busy. Yeah, it's yeah. cool.
0: <laughs> oh yes, it's it's the fun one. <laughs>
2: yeah, and it's an art. I go to art school for animation. So like, anytime I do get to do animation stuff on my time, it's like, like that that two minute long animation took me about four months of. Oh hell, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I plan on doing more right. someday, not today.
0: Hmm. It's it's kind of like that. That double-edged sword, where like you go, you're doing something, you going to school to do something you love, but then, you know, if, if you're a chef, you know you're sh- cooking all day. You know, a lot of times you get home, you're not really in the mood to.
2: Yeah, he cook watched, he watched for your wife, he was like, we gonna cook for <laughs> us, and you're like, no, yeah. we'll don't order pizza.
0: <laughs> yeah, so but yeah, it's it's exciting. Good luck with that. Hope that it continues to go well. Thank you,
3: thank um, you, Mike. Uh,
0: how's your week been?
3: Oh, you know, same as last week. You know, three midterms <laughs> coming up this week, so. Barely fitting you guys into my
0: schedule again, but you know, it's, I'm just so That's loyal right. to the DLC. Yeah, we'll, we'll be sure to continue to uh, take you away from your priorities as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: it's not as bad as you think it is, but uh, yeah, I'll 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 make do.
0: Nice. Yeah, so uh, so that'll bring us to our main topic. Uh, and our main topic this week is Dredgen Yor and his Thorn. Uh, so this is always an uh, an exciting. Not topic. controversial at all. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely won't be any rabbit uh, rabbit holes we drop into on this one. Um, <laughs> but it was exciting because in the Rise of Iron, we got some new uh, ghost oh. fragment cards for the uh, Crucible maps, and a few of them had not necessarily uh, dredging your information, but information pertaining to maybe his his path or his his quest Legacy. on his own quest. And uh, you know one of those things, you know what we'll get to it. So I'll just read this first card. Um, this is from Ghost Fragment Blind Watch, and it uh, and this is a conversation between um, a Core Ray and a Titan. And the way it's worded, uh, where it uh, lists uh, who uh, a Core Ray is, it says Guardian Type, Class Warlock Vanguard Designate. Um, and the way that's worded, uh, designate it's appointed to an office or position, but not yet installed. So that kind of gives an information as to the timeline for this Mm -hmm. specific card um, being before Ikora actually takes her office as Vanguard, which is interesting, I thought. Um, But starts off, it says, I'm assuming you're aware of the events on Mars. The results from Blind Watch? Yes, it may be starting again. Not saying it is. But we need to keep an eye on an eye on any who would seek to retrace Yor's path. Agreed. But Orsa and his friends seem to have contained what Yor could not. A dangerous assumption. The Thorns' pestilence is becoming commonplace. Um. Uh, so, uh, so what are your thoughts on that, uh, Jared or Mike? Just kind of reading through that.
2: Oh, so I've always read the vanguard designate like as this is the design, designated vanguard. So, like, I didn't. I, I've always thought that was. More recent than the prior to her becoming, like I didn't think it was that long ago.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I thought too. And I I kind of because Beta put the notes in there, and I was like, Beta, no, you're wrong. It's doesn't not what it means. Uh, But if you look up that word, like it's a very specific use. Whereas if it was designated vanguard, then it would imply current currently in that position. But if it was if it's vanguard designate, it implies not yet in that position it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting so, so uh, also that was my uh, take uh, on it at least
2: yeah also just real quick um this this card confirms 100 percent, without a doubt that drugged in was at one point in time on mars and uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kind of a
3: big deal I, uh, yeah didn't just stay on earth
0: Something. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah, oh. That's yeah. definitely one of the big controversies if regarding yours like where the, the locations are, and you know, there's some. Uh, when we some, get to uh, Thorn
2: Three, I'm gonna bring that back up.
0: Yeah, yeah, bring it. So yeah, remember this later. Um But we we get a name, Orsa, here, and uh I believe we get this name again, in the next card, but it's talking about he's seemed to have contained what your could not. And so um you know what chorus says that's a very dangerous assumption um and even a dangerous path to even attempt to go on knowing yours history and what became of him and his corruption um but uh Mike, do you want to read uh, the, the cauldron Ghost fragment? sure so this
3: is uh cauldron it's a uh, post match report uh the parties are just one it wasn't really anybody else, and then it yeah. says uh, guardian type uh class Warlock lock you it's so it's just um I don't know if it's journal entry um, or um, or if he's just talking to himself, but um, the associations state uh, Cauldron, the Crucible, and then Teben Gray, a.k.a. Bane Dredgen. Um, Gray, Teben, which are Dredgen, excuse me, Dredgen Bane, and Orsa, Zyra Orsa, Dredgen Vale, are the evidence that we have that Dredgen is a simply a title that's um, like taken. So, um, Like Darth. Yeah, like Darth. Like Darth all Darth Vader like they had names before then, but uh, they're almost like titles, like um, mm-hmm. clan names, so to speak. So uh, they have their original names, but they've taken on this dredgen as a sort of uh, symbol of status. Mm-hmm. And then the Hive Lord Shaxx, Moon Earth, uh, Zyre Orson Thorn, Your Shadows of Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. U uh, one dot oh one. We were facing a full squad. I recognized a couple of them. Orsa, heaven But they were different. Decked out in dark gear and set to intimidate. I took it as an attempt at psychological warfare. at the creepy factor in a creepy place. But it was more than that. They had changed. What do you guys think of that card? So, actually, you kind of skipped over one
2: thing. Because, like, the Yor, Shadows of, it's like Shadows of Yor. I think this is, like, a brand new... Oh, my apologies. Yeah, no worries. Uh, There's, like, this brand new, like, cult that, uh... Orsa and Tevin have kind of, they may not have started Mm -hmm. it, but they're definitely a part of it. Um, and this is, this is a squad. So we, there's definitely more than just the two of them.
0: Yeah.
2: It's a full squad. So it's,
0: sorry. I was just gonna say, it doesn't sound like they've may have contained it as much as (laughs) Ikori may have hoped or Mm -hmm, uh, or the Titan might've hoped, you know, there there's definitely have, you know, it seems like physical appearance changes or the way they look or the Mm -hmm. way they act. Um, very creepy, as this mm. this guardian uh, calls it. But, uh, but yeah, dark, decked out in dark gear and set to intimidate. Um, so I don't know if that means gear, you know. The new hunter. Crafted in, of, the yeah, new the hunter new, gloves. <laughs> yeah, if it's just in color oh, or shade, or if it's dark gear, as in formed from, you know, dark powers or dark magic. but
2: Running around with the King's Fall raid gear. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, they have got a revenant shader on. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that was a cool, a cool little uh, find in these cards. You know, that they they put in more. There's more than one dredgeon. Um, and knowing now that, um, in one of the thorn cards, you're and when he's talking to his ghost, he says, "You, I am the first and the last of my name of, of like the of your." Um, so he is the only your, but there are other Dredgens out there. So that's interesting. And whether they only came after your, as kind of as this new cult, or if maybe even during the time of Dredgen Yor there were others following his path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely I
2: definitely think that these guys though are definitely like a, a like fanboy of
0: mm-hmm. Yor.
2: Like is sitting there their clan tag, Shadows of Yor. Nice.
0: I could see it. Mm-hmm. Um Bring it, going down to uh, the Widow's Court. Uh, Jared, do you want to read this one?
2: Absolutely. So, Widow's Court. Uh, type post-match report. Parties. Two. One Guardian-type class hunter. One Guardian-type class warlock. Vanguard. Design. Associations. <laughs> Crucible. European dead zone. Fallen. Lord checks. Malfour Shin. Mycora Ray. Thorn. Widow's Court. Audio unavailable. Transcript followed. One. I'm telling you this now because you don't seem to be taking it seriously. Two. we are well, well, We are well aware of and share your concerns in our monitoring. It could be you're too close to the situation to get a clear, full view. Too close? I've seen the vids from Widow's Court. They're playing with death.
0: So that one I thought was very interesting because it it confirms one other kind of debate out there on whether Shin Fur was an actual guardian or not um based on on the uh the verbiage of the uh, the flavor text where he was a renegade hunter you know a lot of people thought that renegade hunter meant something different than just a hunter um but this is he is a guardian type he is class hunter um talking with icora ta- in yeah, talking with icora ray <laughs> and Shin's
2: like oh he's getting like ptsd
0: mhm yeah so he's def- he's not and i'm sure <laughs> he goes into the crucible and he sees the team all of six thorns coming at him. I'm sure it's not exactly what he wants to be going through based on his, his history dealing with Dredge and Yor, but yeah, definitely uh, some interesting stuff there. It's,
3: I, I was shocked in the first place to see Shin Malfur uh, because there there were debates of whether he was still alive or not. Yeah, no, you know, crazy, no information after after Dwindler's Ridge about whether he even survived the encounter with Dredge and Yor, where he went afterwards. What Happened to his what happened to uh Jared and Ward's ghost after that whole revenge ordeal was over, so I, I was a little bit surprised just to see him alive in the first place.
0: Yeah, same here,
2: pleasantly surprised because like there was a lot mm-hmm. of theories about the uh that darkness are what's wanted about the guy talking to, to the Iraq that that might have been Shin.
0: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that it was from the Taken King, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. But no, it's just kind of like, it warms up my, my heart a little bit to see him not following that path.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. and now that we have a, like a character of that Dwindler's Ridge story kind of mentioned again and kind of as a present character in the game almost, I'm hoping that this opens the door to more storytelling for that story, more of a what happened immediately after or even more details in the background of shit now for, um, cause that's, he's one character that you don't, you get some background on your, you get some background on, on Ward, but you know, with Malfur, a lot of hit. The background is just his. Yeah. And if remembering of what happened or mm-hmm. whether it's true or not.
2: <laughs> and if Beta's assumption about the Vanguard designate is like in the past, or if this thing is wrong and it's saying like, like what we're saying, that like it's currently happening. Uh, I mean Shin mm-hmm. is alive right now. But beta could yeah. be beta could be right. And this could have happened a while ago. So we don't
3: know. Sure. We'll see what happens. So moving on, um the the next card we're gonna read is the Cathedral Dusk card, which uh if you remember, Cathedral Dusk is in uh is that that's in the dreadnought, right boys?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um so that is a rather recent event. So this card is taking place um a little way after, uh, at least what we think, way after the ones that we've already read so far because um, the Red Jacks have already claimed this uh, location on the Dreadnought, and that core is already Warlock Vanguard. So if you want to read it,
0: Dragon. Yep, take it. Um, so this one is uh, two parties, two, one Guardian-type class Titan, one Guardian-type class Hunter. Uh, associations are Cathedral of Dusk, uh, Crucible, Dreadnought, Saturn, Hive, Lord Shacks, Oryx, Ring of Saturn, Saturn, uh, Taken, Thorn, Veil, Dredgen, a.k.a. Orsa Desire, and Yorn Dredgen. Uh, So, one, Thorn, huh? Two, freshly crafted, you like? One, a little risky playing with something that's been known to kill guardians, isn't it? Two, look where we are. Everything in this system has been known to kill guardians. One, sure, but there's facing trouble and there's asking for it. Two, this isn't like the stories we've heard about your Vale figured this out. Tamed it. One, can you tame a sickness? Two, good question. Let's go pick a fight and find out. Mm. So this is a, fire. yeah, this seems to be a conversation between two kind of modern day or current day guardians uh, discussing their, you know, the thorns that they've acquired that were crafted. And, you know, it kind of implants the idea that, you know, Yor was bad. Yor has this history, you know, all the stories about him, everything he's done. He was this evil garden that fell from grace. Um But it's it. and, and then again, we get this mention of Vale, um, Dredgen Vale, who seems to at least, according to these guardians, now have figured this out. Have tamed the the sickness that destroyed your
3: Possible to calm the darkness's influence? Have we ever seen a guardian overcome that? Uh it's, That's that's up <laughs> for
2: debate. If you look at you look at Tolan, like
0: yeah, I was gonna say, I was like looking at Tolan. He seems to be in pretty uh, in control of. His actions. And Although he's, he's, he?
2: he skipped, like, every single step on the way there. He just, like, got a couple guys and just went straight <laughs> to Ascension. So he just, I don't even think he counts. Uh, actually, I would like to point something out there on this card in the associations. It says Vale Dregden, a.k.a. Horst Desire. So this is, obvi- like, whether it's, like, a lot, really, like, far away from the <coughs> other ones or a little bit after. But this one is definitely after. Because the other ones were saying Horst Desire, a.k.a. Vale Dregden.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
3: so they've uh what you're trying to say is that they're the Drudgeon uh the Dredgen identity is their primary it's their identity, main at this identity point now yeah exactly so that's that, yeah, that's it's a good interesting
4: point. note- mm-hmm.
3: so what we're trying to do here after this is at least in this section is we're trying to understand the process in the lore of acquiring thorn. Not for our guardians, but for the guardians that are apparently using it in crucible uh, during this time so mm-hmm.
0: the one again uh, yeah well so for the, there' was, there's two quests for the thorn um you know there's the year one version um, that our guardians play through and then there's the year three uh, quest version that we, I can't get the drop for me yet um but the the year one version uh you would get a, a light in the dark uh, quest or a bounty would pop up. Um, it, it said, the uh, weapons of sorrow were born from forbidden use of the hive's dark power. We thought them eradicated, but recent developments suggest one of these weapons may still exist in the hive's summoning pits. Um, so that to me, just um, you maybe had a note that recent developments might've been, you know, the, the dredgen veils and the dredgen bane's showing up with thorns. But I think this was still a, uh, and you suggest that there's one weapon, one thorn still out there in the summoning pits. I think this is before there's multiple thorns in the in the tower or in the guardian's mm-hmm. hands. I think after we complete this quest and we cleanse thorn, um, then you know Banshee's able to craft it or what what may it be, whatever it is. And then you see more of them in the uh, in the wild or in the in the tower. I can agree with that.
3: I um the way that's worded, like it obviously at first I think they were planning on this being like, Oh, uh, and Yor left his, his thing in the summoning pits, but that line now with the way that they set up the Thorn lore, it's just that all the weapons were destroyed after this um team of guardians, the uh Shadows of Dredgen or the Shadows of Yor, I've already forgotten it, um were either kicked out of the crucible, killed
0: or whatever it happened happened. Yeah, it's just part of the way that I've always looked at the lore of destiny. I like a lot of people have always questions like, Well, am I the being the guardian that killed Oryx? Or are you the guardian that killed Oryx? And it's like, Well, if I'm playing the game, I'm the one that did that, you're just another random mm-hmm. guardian. When you're playing the game, you're the guardian that did it, and I'm just another random guardian type of thing. And so mm-hmm. I feel like you know, for this, this is me the only person completing this quest who's getting the thorn and then Based on my actions, you know, it's, it allows other Guardians to maybe acquire it in their own way. In your, in your
2: world, everyone acquired Thorn the same way I acquired it. Legacy and Graham.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so we just have the the text here, the flavor text for the rest of this, uh, this quest. Um, so I'll just go ahead and read a couple of them. Um, so it says, the weapon seems dead, but hungry. Which is a trait that we know comes... Um, from Weapons of Sorrow, that is a, a, a common trait of a, mm-hmm. almost like a hunger, even though it appears dead or inanimate. Um, this says, the lingering en- energies of the hive you've recently defeated seep into the weapon. Perhaps it could be further empowered. Uh, it says, the hand cannon seethes with the dark energies of the hive you've defeated. It seems eager for more power. Uh, and that kind of goes along with you know, almost the hive mentality. And you know, The more you defeat, the more you devour, the more you need, the more you want. Um, and it says, uh, Go to the crucible and allow the weapon to feast off the light of defeated guardians. Uh, There's darkness in this weapon. You can hear its whispers urging you on. Perhaps this was reckless. Uh, take this to the speaker for advice. And then a quote from the speaker is, this is the weapon of Dragenor, whose name is now our curse. It has not yet claimed you completely, Guardian. Be thankful for that. Uh, I can stop the blight from spreading, but you must cleanse the weapon and yourself with an infusion of light. Uh, so this is us taking the the weapon of sorrow thorn, in my opinion, and and cleansing it of that, making it you know, a, a weapon that wouldn't corrupt us in the same yeah. way that it corrupts your um so the speaker examines you and then the weapon says the corruption still lingers uh, you must seek out and sever the weapon's bond with its hive master um the hive master being zyor the unwed um, it says i core the warlock or the warlock vanguard may no more um, so then you defeat the minions at fogoth until zyor the unwed summons and you kill her and then you get thorn your one um so just a couple other points here that Beta made. Um I need to go back where it was. Um sorry, lost my place.
2: So all the, the Thorn quest, like year three Thorn quest cards, like they're pretty much the same thing, but it's aren't they from uh Dragden Vale,
0: right? Yes. yes. Yeah, correct. They mm-hmm. uh they come from <laughs> Vale. So the, the wording is slightly different, but it's pretty similar. Which I was really excited about when I was. I remember I found them and I showed beta. But it was just, I, was, I kind of. It's like that, that, that uh, the, the same feeling you got from the Galahorn and the the Kavastov. You know, it's the year one again kind of thing, but just in year three, it was kind of a cool feeling. Um, but, uh, the part where you have to seek out and kill the, uh, its hive masters is, is important because Zyre was as. Uh, directly linked to this weapon. Uh, So she's the master, um, which means she was instrumental in its construction and uh, was possibly, you know, around uh, Dredgen uh, Dredgen Yor uh, physically, and that could could have been uh, part of what caused his corruption, Mm -hmm. was being around Desire, the Unwed. It could be, I mean, I shouldn't go this far, but it could be her weapon of some sort, like...
3: It's obviously a hive hive origin. hmm But um I mean
0: you could have constructed it, could've have not have. It's just speculative. Yeah. Yeah. Well like I think it, it's uh like the exact yeah, I could kinda of talk about this a little bit later and it's uh mm-hmm. beta's theory on what the thorn used to be, but it's um it augmented is is the word. So it was augmented yep. through dark dark practices. Yeah. Absolutely. Um so it's may not have been like Thorn may not have been directly constructed by her, but whatever Thorn was before was kind of changed by. her. Could have been changed by her.
2: Yeah, and we'll we'll pick yeah. apart this like as we keep going along. Like there, mm. like this whole this whole series of process. We're just gonna like rush through the entire show
0: notes, but <laughs> I mean we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Um, uh, Jared or Mike, you guys want to take the the quest uh, for year three and kind of talk about. The- Sure, I can do that. Allow that one. Uh, some adjustments from
2: year one, not rerunning the first quest. It's, it's as though you lost your thorn and I have crafted a new one. Hey, I just destroyed mine, so that'll actually work. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jagged purpose, curio. Is that the right? That's how you say that? Yeah, I think that's so. Right. A jagged and angry shard. It seethes with festering sickness, faint yet deadly. Eris may have an interest in such a vile thing. Uh, <laughs> a light in the dark. The weapons of sorrow were born from forbidden use of the hive's dark power. <laughs> they are hated, feared thing. I am not afraid. Oh, I thought that was Eris saying that.
4: <laughs> so, <laughs> look so right. I'm not so afraid.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm not afraid. Harvest the lesser. The weapon hungers. A weapon must be fed. Sate its growing appetite that you may truly become death itself. Dregton your, or veil, Rite of Cleansing. Feast upon the light. There will be suffering, but know that you do this for a just cause. If the darkness is to be de- defeated, it must be understood. The void will siphon that which needs weapon, or that which the weapon needs, the weapon will feast. Dragon Veil. Vale. That's the one way you just kill everybody with void weapons, right? Yep. <laughs> I really need to get that uh, Atheon's epilogue. <laughs> Go back into the raid. So I know. did it in year one. I'm, I'm like 385. I, I should be able to sell the way down. Cleansed by the light. Willful death and destruction leads to the dimming of one's light. Those who walk this path must cleanse themselves or succumb to the shadow's influence. Right and veil, right of cleansing. Where it began. The sickness is seated. Claim the ash and bone of the, un, of the unwed uh, from their resting place. Find them into your cannon uh, that the disease may hold and your jagged thorns be set. So just right there that where it began kind of speaks worlds to a lot of the theories. So like, it seems
5: like Dorothy the unwed did in fact give the original is hmm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely seems that way. Um, going back a little bit, beta made a point on the, the part where you cleanse, uh, a thorn, or the speaker has you inf- give you an infusion of light, um, and it, it kind of connects a little bit to um, what a chorus said early, in the earlier cards. Uh, she says, like "It might be starting again. Um, not saying it is, but we need to keep an eye on any who would seek to re- retrace Yor's path." Um, and the person says, "Agreed." But Orsa and his friends seem to have contained what Yor could not. Uh, a dangerous assumption. The thorn's pestilence is becoming commonplace. Um so it's how does how exactly does light cleanse the weapon? Um we in that quest we just we siphon a bunch of light off guardians in the crucible because the weapon was hungry. So whether it's actually cl- cleaning the weapon or maybe I don't know, maybe it was putting the speaker was allowing us to kinda take away some of its hold on us, but it wouldn't hold us completely, but I, I think the the what thorn is still thorn whether you you cleanse it completely or not. Um, mm-hmm. It would be my would be my guess on that. It's
3: it's almost as if there's like different levels of light. Like it's when you're feeding the weapon, you're taking it from guardians. And if if you're looking at our perspective, you know other guardians aren't as good as us. You know I'm the, I'm the special guardian, but the speaker talks to you, and even after feeding the weapon this much amount of light, um,
0: yeah, you so still need to... You...
3: Yeah, so it's... Either the gun is legitimately eating the light where there's no light left, it's just being engulfed by this dark force, or it's... We're infusing the gun with light and we just don't know it. It's it's very weird how the speaker put it in year one, so I... I, I don't know. It... it, it well, we've actually I, I like done
2: the infused light to a dark weapon before with the the sword.
3: Oh yeah, but that's true. That's true. Um,
2: so like, it, yeah. it might be might be different process of like what this is to so like what the if you think about with um, Oryx's sword. There was we did a lot of stuff. We did practice sword logic. We infused it with um, materials and modes of light itself, and like that that seemed like a lot more straightforward process. But Thorn is uh ah, it's
3: not that easy. I get, I get what you're saying, but
4: mm-hmm.
3: I I like um, Beta's point that it, it, we may not be cleansing ourselves. Wait, uh, excuse me. We may may not be cleansing the weapon, but uh, the speaker is just obviously. There's theories out there. Speaker isn't trustworthy and all that, but uh, the speaker could just be making us um, cleanse ourselves instead of the weapon. What do you guys think about that?
2: I like that theory a lot. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it seems a lot more like instead of like trying to clean this weapon, like. Because we, we know from not even just the, re- the recent stuff that guardians have gone astray. Like if you just look at like the Trinity Star Cult and other things like that, like it's yeah. Yeah. it takes a certain mind to to wield a weapon like this. Uh, mm-hmm. so I agree with your with that idea.
0: Yeah, and it also kind of makes. I was just thinking, you know, when you have to, you're breaking the weapon's bond with its master and mm-hmm. hive master, knowing of kind of how hive, you know. Hierarchy works. You know, when we when we killed Oryx, you know, we left this vacuum. You know, it didn't. It didn't. Even though we severed Oryx's connection to everything below him, the the stuff below him still existed, and they still needed a master in a way. Um, and I wonder if Thorn is almost the same way. Like, even though we we destroyed its original hive master and Zyre, you know, Thorne might still need a master. And if we're the ones wielding it, you know, maybe we. Become its mass its new master, almost, and it kind of feeds off us in that way. That's an interesting point. I mean,
3: I, I do think that our guardian is special in some way, and, and I I forget who says it, but uh, one of the, one of the vanguard, one of the leaders in the tower says we have more light than uh, he or she has ever known. So I I don't know if that may, puts us apart from these other guardians that fell to the thorns' influence, but you know, it, this whole infusion of light story makes that makes that makes me think of that. Basically.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I think I think this is my theory. I think we should cleanse Thorn the way we cleansed uh, the Touch of Malice by learning the
0: entire story. Hmm. Yeah, I would love <laughs> to know <do> that. <laughs> so it's it is interesting in the year three quest though because. You know they they do a good they did a good job of kind of tying everything to make it you know the you're almost doing the same quests but just it's now newer it's different it's now with Dredge and Veils kind of calling these out but you couldn't kill Zyre again to kill to get the gun because you've already done that and so they say and it says claim the Ash and Bone of the Unwed from the rusting place and, and it says you bring them to your or bind them to your cannon so that the disease may take hold and your jagged thorns be set. So here you are basically reinfecting Thorn. <laughs> right? You are you're rebinding it to its master, in a sense. Which doesn't sound uh, <laughs> the best decision, best course of action. Not for- but maybe that's maybe that's part of the, the what Judge and Vale figured out. Maybe that's Part of what t- separated him from a, uh, from Yor was is not that he took this weapon from Zayor and kind of became its slave, but in a sense gave gave Thorn its power, gave Thorn its master, and so even though it wasn't Dreadnival isn't Thorn's master directly, mm-hmm. he was still in was still in control of directing who its master would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: All right, All
3: right bye. So, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. Sounds, I awesome. see where you're coming from with that. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah,
2: you guys, want to actually <laughs> start reading the actual thorn card now?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna get into the into the fun stuff. So we're we're gonna try to focus more on dredging yours specifically. Um, the, the dwindler's ridge saga is you know three hour episode on its own. Oh, <laughs> so we're gonna mm-hmm. try to focus just on on yours as much as possible, but. Um, i'm sure we'll get on some rabbit holes um jared you want to take the uh, the thorn card
2: yeah so like my comment just now like wow we've been talking a lot about who is this thorn who is this your <laughs> i was like hey it's right it's right there let's do it awesome all right thorn to rend one's enemies is to see them not as equals but objects hollow spirit of meeting. 13th understanding seventh book of sorrow augmented through dark practices Thorn was once a hero's weapon. Its jagged frame hints at a sinister truth, a powerful connection to the sources, sorceries of the Hive. The legend of Thorn is bound to the rise and fall of Dregton Yor, guardian whose name is remembered with disgust and shame. The weapon has thought destroyed, but rumors of its its existence still haunt the wild.
0: Yeah, so that's where we get the... uh... The, at least my hope that we will get future installments of the the uh, Books of Sorrow, um, knowing that there's a seventh book out there and we only got uh what, five in the Taken King release. Yeah, <laughs> That Dickinson's just waiting by his phone. Come on, guys. Yeah, he's like, Come on, I got six and seven ready, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is also um, you know, where we get you know, augmented through dark practices. Um, which is you know, augmented is to to make greater in size or value um and you're just making it better um, or perfected. Um, so that's where you, you kind of know that it, whatever it was, it, like it was it was already a gun or something before, and then it was changed through dark practices. Um, and we can, let's kind of go ahead and get into the, the ghost fragment for Thorn. Uh Mike, you want to take this one? Sure. Um, this one's
3: kind of a long one, so bear with me. A lot of these yeah. are long ones. <laughs> true enough um, yeah, this is going to take a little while so this is a Ghost Fragment the th- uh, Thorn but the uh, the title of this section is The Rose the noble man stood and the people looked to him for he was a beacon hope given form yet still only a man and within that truth there was great promise if one man could stand against the night then so too could ev- anyone everyone. in his strong hand the man held a rose and his aura burned bright When the man journeyed on, the people remembered. In his wake, hope spread. But the man had a secret fear. His thoughts were dark. A sadness crept from the depths of his being. He had been a hero for so long, but pride had led him down sorrow's road. Slowly, the shadow's whispered, became a voice, a dark call, offering glories enough to make even the brightest light wander. He knew he was fading, yet still he yearned. On his last day, he sat and watched the sun fall. His final thoughts, pure of mind, if not body, held to a fleeting hope that though they would suffer for the man he would become, the people would remember him as he had been. And so the noble man hid himself beneath, beneath a darkness no flesh could touch should touch and gave up his mortal self to claim a new birthright. Whether this was his choice or destiny, was a truth known only to fate. In that cool evening air, as dusk was devoured by night, the noble man ceased to exist. In his place, another stood. Same meat, same bone, but so very different. The first and only of his family, the sole forbearer and last descendant of the name Yor. In his first moments as a new being, he looked down at his rose and realized for the first time that it held no petals, only the jagged purpose of angry Nice.
0: That's a good one. (laughs) That one's too Uh, good.
3: John Goff needs to tone it down
2: a
0: little bit. Right, seriously. <laughs> uh, just that the first the first uh, paragraph there, it's, uh, I, we'll, we'll kind of talk a little bit later about it uh, when we kind of go into who we think, at least some of us think, Dredgen Yor may have been the hero before him, but uh, the part, I think it's important to remember this for later, so I'll just read it again one more time. It's, it's, the noble man stood, and the people looked to him, for he was a beacon, hope given form, yet still only a man. And within that truth, there was great promise. If one man could stand against the night, then so could anyone, everyone. So remember that for later.
2: In this <laughs> in his strong hand, the man held a rose. Remember that for later.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll kind of talk. We'll go ahead and talk about this a little bit. Do you think that Rose was the gun before Thorn, or you know, because we know it's an artifact in end game. and for me. I, I, while some artifacts might be actual objects, we do have examples of other artifacts not being actual objects and being artifacts. You know, we know that with you know, with eye, Sigoth's head. Those aren't actual. It's not actually Ephrodite's eye. I so wanted to have an eye patch. I still <laughs> wanted
2: to have an eye patch.
0: Right. <laughs> that would be, that would have been awesome. <laughs> but you know, so for me, I feel like this is it's an artifact of. The Rose, not a depiction of the actual Rose, but I know that's open to interpretation.
2: So I've always thought that the the Rose that he's talking about is the gun as we know it as Thorn. Um, So when he first got the Rose, he was still very good, very like he was still in his good place. And it wasn't until this point in time where that the Ascension finally crept in to become whole that he looked down and realized that the glass was half empty, not half full. Mm
0: hmm. Yeah, that's the way I read it.
2: Um, actually someone brought this up to me. Um, I forgot who it was, I'm sorry. Um, but like person who drugged in or was prior to becoming your uh, might have actually liked or had, like, had an offician or might have really liked roses or like had a, a rose that he, he held on to him at all times. And so like maybe when he named this hand cannon that I got from Gior, he just like, Oh, look,
0: petals Thorns. Mm-hmm. I'll call you Rose. So you're, so you're saying your was President Snow. Is that What I'm saying? So you're saying your was President Snow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's a little uh, Hunger Games. I think uh, I think people like uh, tag
2: there. <laughs> I think people like uh, your more than Snow. I know I do.
0: Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, and it's also, I would also just look at you know the. It's 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 capitalized, like it's a proper word. To me, if it was just a, a rose, it wouldn't be capitalized. It wouldn't be capital R Rose. Um but you know weapon thorn is capitalized when it's usually in the text. In the same way I think this being capitalized it makes it a, a more important gives it different meaning than just a a rose. Yeah. They usually do that on purpose. <laughs> Um so we this is this described this card described, you know, basically this the hero changing into Dragen Yor. Um and so then there's a couple I'm sorry, there's a couple items in the game that kind of talk about and Yor kind of during the prime of his this is this dissension now, this descent into being Yor, um one of which is the the mark of contention. And it says the mighty thalor was invincible in the crucible until Dredgen Yor and his thorn um so a lot of people immediately jump to that being Dredgen Yor killed thalor which it is it's possible that's exactly what it means um i've always read that as just thalor was invincible and then but drejynor was able to defeat him in the crucible not necessarily
2: yeah no i absolutely absolutely agree cuz like so in this in this like, context, like, Thalor was invincible in the Crucible. Um, but, but in the in the parameters of the Crucible as we know it, Thalor's ghost would have revived him again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if Yor would have done something crazy and actually killed him while in the Crucible, I highly doubt like he would have stayed on as a competitor for very long. Shaxx, mm-hmm. especially like whoever was before him, most likely Saladin, definitely would have had a problem with Guardians dying, as Dan Simmons puts it, the one true death in a Crucible match. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of my point for the timeline as well. Um, just kind of a, a side debate as far as the Crucible and when it was created. Uh, I know there's a lot of arguments that the Crucible is founded kind of post-Maurim Burum, kind of in the Twilight Gap area, whereas I believe it was created much, much earlier, kind of even like probably immediately after the Faction Wars, kind of when the Tower and the Vanguard and everything was set up. Um, just because, almost for that reason, like if and Yor was in the Crucible killing people with this light eating weapon, I'm pretty sure Shaxx would have <laughs> stepped up and done something because he he takes pr- uh, a lot of pride in his event and uh, yeah you know, threatens right. Text Mechanica employees <laughs> and says he'll come <laughs> out and kill them if they don't if they keep trying to fix matches. Yeah, it's like so the, he,
2: that's he d- like, that's why I think like this this particular comment was made to like prove like. Like, this does not like, say that he killed Thalor. It's to say that this is how Dregton Yor became famous, was that he defeated this Thalor.
4: Mm-hmm, um, exactly.
2: And, and, like, I think, I don't know. We know nothing about the Crucible prior to Shaxx, and I agree with you. Like, it's, it's kind of, it's all up for debate. Um, but we do know for a fact that Shaxx's Crucible, you know, they are doing bets. They are making money. Like, you know, he is going down and mm-hmm. threatening uh, Tex Mechanica guys. But, like, we, we know nothing about how the Crucible is prior to this. Like if it was either like a like a a very quiet kind of competition between a couple guardians, like I, I don't think it would have gotten this much. Like Yor wouldn't have become famous at that time, or exactly. or if it was like on the opposite end of that, it was like some Crucible <laughs> arena where there were no rules. So we don't know mm-hmm. for now. For now, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah Jared, do you want to take the uh, the cloak of Dredge and Yor?
2: Oh yes, I do. <laughs> 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 Like, you're going to understand why here in a minute. Before he took Pahanin's life, Greg Dignore ruled the Crucible, the notorious thorn at his side. So, um, I don't think he killed Pahanin in the Crucible.
0: I don't think so either. I don't think so.
2: so like, but there's a lot of people who read it that way, especially like if they're in the same like area as the, the Mark of Intention, uh, like where mm-hmm. he's killing people in the Crucible. And let me explain why. So, before he took Pahanin's life, Jodin Yor ruled in the Crucible. Let's switch that. Jodin Yor ruled in the Crucible before he took Pahanin's life. So it's implying that after he killed Pahanin, he wasn't in the Crucible anymore. Why is that?
0: Hmm, cool. yeah, maybe we'll find out later. <laughs> At least some, some uh, theories on that. All right. but, uh, um, Yeah, this, this reminds me of... I had a, a work... Uh, not a meeting, but like a, it was like our beginning of the season uh, event. And they had this inspirational speaker coming on and talking about positive attitude and all that stuff. But one thing I thought that was cool was they mentioned, you know, the way that the brain works, like they don't, it doesn't necessarily recognize the middle words. And so if you, you know, if you tell yourself, I'm not going to get angry today, like your mind sees angry. Or if you say, I'm not going to let Anon irritate me, you know, it, your mind reads Anon irritates me and it's going to find everything that Anon irritates or why Anon irritates you and it's going to highlight those things. And so I think when people read this, they read Dredgen or before we took pain and slight Dredgen, your world, the crucible, they hear that they read Panhand's took to pain and slight Dredgen, your crucible. And they put it all together as one thing. And they don't necessarily read it all as it should be in a way. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with you on that. Whoever
2: wrote this, like with very, very <laughs> careful into making it exactly
0: like that mm-hmm yep and there's there's other ways they could have worded it um, to make it mean and be, to make it more clear of uh if it, if it was killing him in the crucible so they they I agree with you they choose their words very carefully mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so this so that kind of all makes sense and we know we we know thorn. Craze light, so you're going to the crucible and being active and that would make sense. Um but whether and that's always been something that I've kind of wondered about was whether it was how powerful Thorn was at that point. Um kind of like you know what we were mentioning earlier, if, if Thorn was this light eating <laughs> device, um, it would be hard for him to at least in, in the way I picture the Crucible now, at least with Shaxx, is it would be hard for Yor to really be this notorious guardian in the Crucible. But then, at the same time, he his name he is hated and <laughs> uh, remembered for, uh, in disgust. So, it is possible? Um, so let's move on to uh, so Ghost Fragment Thorn Two. Um, the title of this card is the Bloom. And it's a, a transcript uh, for conversation. Uh, parties, four. Um, so, to make this one easier, um, there's only three of us. Do you want to just, let's see?
2: I can do every single one of the
0: bandits. Yeah, I was going to say they'll do that. I'll, I'll, do, uh, I'll do your, and you can do all the bandits because um, they're pretty much all the same.
2: Stereotypical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, there's three unidentified, uh, one unconfirmed. Uh, Associations Breaklands Durka, last word Malforshin, Shin, North Channel Palamon Thorn Velor, uh, Warden Jaren, uh, Weapon of Sorrow, your Dredgen. Um, all right, so I think which one is your two, yours, yours two, perfect.
2: Yeah, every all the bandits are one, so.
0: okay.
5: Can I see what you got there? You're canning. Can I see it? Not like likely. It? Weird. Where'd you find it? You hearing me? He asked you a question.
0: Didn't find it. Made it.
2: <laughs> Hell of a touch you got then. You a smith?
0: I look like a smith.
2: Looks can be deceiving.
0: Got that right. they a problem. Doesn't need to be. Glad we got that cleared up. Now, about that piece. Ben DeLuna. Excuse me? The moon. You been? Nobody's been. That a truth? That's a fact. Um, so there's, a, there's some conversation here, um, but just for the sake of, of time, I kind of cut that out. Basically, the bandits uh, kind of talk some smack about your, but he kind of foc- he focuses back on the fact. So he's... Says the bones say otherwise. Speak straight. You say nobody. Bones say otherwise. What bones? All of them. What are you getting at? Too many to count. And then your talks a little bit more, and then he kills the bandits. Uh, so this kind of just gives a little background on kind of the your. I'm I'm assuming this is after his. Crucible Rain. Uh this is some more in the timeline of the Drindler's Ridge saga um closer to his uh to his death. Um but he mentions the moon here, and and that's important because as as far as I know on the timeline, this would be before Merambium. Yeah, uh, which, so would be which is still like battle.
2: Yeah, it's still kind of up in the air. Like a lot of people believe Marambrune was before Twilight Cap, after Twilight Cap. So, it, that, mm-hmm. that alone is kind of confusing. And it, just to let you guys know, we cut it short for time issues, but if you guys want to read it, treat yourself at and I know it's not here to, to, to do that, so I'm going to try and do mm-hmm. that for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's these cards. If you haven't read these cards, they, they're a little lengthy, but they are really good. should really be listening good. to uh, John Spogoth does a great job writing these. If you haven't read these yet, you shouldn't be listening to this episode. <laughs> that's true <laughs> not yet no <laughs> uh, come back though yeah um, yeah so one question is like the bone he talks about the bones um you know they could be you know if this is post mario room, this could be the bones of the of the dead guardians um
2: i think it's a place yeah bones of a uh, circle of bones it's
0: gonna be the circle of bones yeah yeah i think it's it's uh talking about, you know, the hive specifically, like if you just go into the, the hive catacombs, you know, there's just bones everywhere and you're know, like, you know, the circle of bones specifically. Um, well, it's
2: like, I bring that up and I'll bring it up later when we talk about more about the result stuff. Um, but like the, the circle of bones in the chamber of night, those, both the locations are very close to the, uh, the sounding pits. So like if, mm-hmm. if the, his process of like getting the thorn led him through that path, um, Know, he would be well aware of the circle of bones. like I don't
4: know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um let's see. Should we move on to with Thorn Three? Do you have any other comments on two? Nothing for me. Sweet. Uh Mike, do you want to uh read one of the uh characters on this one or
5: sure, I'll do uh I'll do Shin Malfer.
0: Uh, one part. Or- the ghost. Oh yeah, the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to take out uh, your this time, Jerry? Uh, sure. <clears throat> Alright.
5: You are not always this man. True. Then the math says you do not need to remain this man. You can be other. I am other. You can do better. This is better. That matter, at best, is subjective. Then what? Lesser? Some would say. What would you say? All we've seen, and now, here with me, you have no words. I have words. But? But you will not like them. There's much I do not like. More now than ever, it would seem. (laughs) Find no laughing matter in your path. Only in the journey. What brought you here was nobility. And my prize. That is no prize. A curse, then? I would say. And I would disagree. You are no longer yourself. I am myself. It's who I was that's gone. Who you were held all the value. You. To the light. The light. It is all. It is nothing but a crutch. One that has held you up. Only just. And nothing more. Nothing more? You were a hero. And yet people still die. Corruption still exists. Light still fades, and the darkness still spreads. As it will ever be. That doesn't mean you, you give in to... To what? Hope? This is not hope. This. Peace. You have blood on your hands. How is that any different than prior? Innocent blood. Matter of perspective. That's the shadow talking. Am I not? The shadow? You know the, You know, these past cycles... You've made an honorable effort. Tried your best to correct my course, but I don't think it needs correcting. And if it does? Could be too late. Could be is a winding path. Long way from where I was to where I'm going. That is my hope. That there is still time. For? Corrective measures. The writing of our path. Cleansing of your shadow and a return to the light. Why'd you pick me? It doesn't work that way. Was I special? You were. But only as special as any other. You were all special. Seems to contradict the word, don't it? Not in my estimation. If we're all special, are any of us special? Is that what you want? To be special? (laughs) You dismiss it, but it's a very serious question. Is that all you're after? Is all of the death worth that badge? Am I not already more than the rest? Looking at you here, now, the smoke, ash, and bone at your feet mark you as so much less. Maybe. Yet, here you are. Meaning?
2: You've been at my side every step of the way. Where else would I be? Yet, you disagree so thoroughly with my change in perspective.
3: If only the change was simply one of perspective. Your evolution was no choice. This is not you having come to an understanding after careful, considered thought. This is corruption. The shadows? The
5: darkness. Maybe so. There is no maybe here. And you think you can save me? I rekindled your light. It falls first to me to aid in its survival. I tire of it.
3: You must try. I tire of you. This is a redacted line here. He's saying Dredgen Yor's previous name. Or Dredgen Yor.
5: That is no longer my name. I will not speak the other. Doesn't matter. This is where we part ways.
3: I will not leave you. I am leaving you. Without me, your journey ahead will be more than anyone Guardian can handle. That's the point. been some time
2: since you saw me as worthy of walking among those once i called brother and sister yet
5: any more i feel as though i'm worthy of so much more without me you will die someday won't be the first
2: consider this my last good deed i'm releasing you of the burden of my deeds both done yet to come i will not abandon you you will or i will carve the light from your shell and carcass of my first and last friend in the dirt of this dull, red world for no one to find.
5: Then I failed you, completely. Not me. Maybe the man I was. He is truly dead. I believe so. Belief is not fact. Semantics I no longer have the patience. When you speak of me, use my proper name.
2: Tell them of the man that stands before you, not the ghost of the hero I once was. You will always be redacted to me. If you cannot let that man go, you will forever taint his legacy. All the good I have ever done will be washed away in the fires of who I will become.
3: If you care, there is still some promise
5: within
2: you. If I am being honest, I care only to give hope to the frightened, huddled masses so that when I come upon them, they will have more to lose. Their pain will be stronger, their screams fewer.
5: You... Nothing dies like hope. I cherish it. You're a monster. Finally, you see the truth. Redacted is truly dead. So I've said.
2: Long live Dregden Yor.
3: This is farewell, but you can only run from your sins so far. In the end, you will die alone.
2: Maybe so, but I gotta tell you, I tend to like my aunts.
3: Your tainted rose will not
2: always save you. Old friend... It
0: already has five ten. <laughs> oh, that's no, good one. Oh, but like, is card. so worth it. So oh, I know. <laughs> and I, I read Ghost Dragon Thorn Two just while you're reading that. I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> um, lots to <of> unpack here. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot, a lot of stuff in that. Um, we'll go up a little bit. Um, so an important kind of it says what brought you here was nobility. Um i think that's a that's an important word um, because we know we've known that he's was a hero um he was well liked by the people of the guardians but uh, to, to me nobility is is different that it implies a different status almost of of who he might have been before unless it could it could just mean nobility just as in being a guardian makes you a strong gives you nobility a strong
2: guardian mm-hmm we're noble now, right? We're, we're
5: lords. Yeah. I want to put it that way.
0: Yeah. Um, and then he does beta highlighted that they call it, um, he calls it his prize. Um, I think he's gonna, he has some stuff to talk about that later on. Um, he says, he says, I am myself. It is who I was. That's gone. I think, you know, that, that kind of ties into what you talked about earlier, Jared, when, uh, there was the change in the associations for the the ghost fragment uh crucible cards. You know, it went from giving their original name and then AKA Dredgen Vale to Dredgen Vale, aka who it was before. You know, it was he is ne- he is Dredgen Yor. AKA this hero of the past now.
2: Yeah, and this card yeah. is like really is really touching. It's like here here's this ghost. Like we know our ghost whether you were following, remember, uh, Nolan or, uh, oh God. Dinklebot. Dinklebot. Thank you. <laughs> um, so like imagine him wandering around with you and then suddenly you change. He doesn't change, but you change. And you just see this, like it keeps going and it gets worse and worse and you start killing people and he's just sitting there sitting quietly having to watch this because he feels he has to. And one day something happens, he snaps and finally stands up to him and is like, you were not always this man. True. So mm-hmm. very
0: Yeah Yeah, it's a very very emotional emotional card. Um just the relationship that they had and you know and then that's the, just the difference of of their belief in what is right and what is wrong. Um you know, Dredgen at this point believes that everything he did in the past was just filler, basically. It didn't nothing mattered um, you know, the light held him up, but only as a crutch. You know, it was only just enough to hold him up. Um,
2: and I actually blame this card being like being in the original vanilla game that so many people still believe that Dregton Yor is Jaren Ward.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I've never held that. <laughs> that oh, upside, it's but,
2: so, it's so yeah. bad. Like all over Reddit and forums, it's mm-hmm. still so strong. Despite all the evidence of the contract of Yeah, they always <laughs>
0: they always find a way to <laughs> tie it back around and loosely and like, no, see this? But, oh, but yeah, yeah, no, I I don't see how that's necessarily an option, but not, but a, not the, anymore. The way, the way, yeah, not anymore. Um He the way he kind of says this uh, this one part he says, And yet people still die. Corruption still exists, light still fades, and darkness still spreads. It almost sounds like there was I don't know if maybe some like one major event took place that kind of hit him kind of hit him at home really hard or if you know knowing the time he lived you know if dragon Yor lived in this pre marembrium still early you know kind of late dark ages early city age type of time then the hero he was before must have been even like much earlier than that you know back at the you know when the wall was first built, time a uh, time frame, and that is, you know, that was a dark time. You know, it was the dark age <laughs> for a reason, and so I'm sure there was a lot of events that could have happened to give him this, you know, this kind of glass half empty mindset. Yeah, no, I, uh, on life. Yeah, no,
2: I definitely agree because like, um, it's not that, you know, whatever happened to your happened to him like in an instant. It is very much a long process. Mm-hmm. and just the the first thorn card was just the end result of that long process um so like something something he saw something or something happened to him or something changed in him so he just started seeing everything in the negative side and that just slowly built up to to a, an actual corruption um and that's kind of what he was explaining to his ghost friend
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's like no matter what he does no matter how much how much he tries to defeat the darkness you know Corruption still exists, light still fades, darkness still spreads yep
2: so i'm gonna unpack okay. one thing real quick um mm-hmm. later in the card it said uh like when he was threatening his ghost, where is that um when threatening his ghost okay. when when point when he's threatening his ghost
0: oh uh, yeah, it said uh, oh uh down four point seven I think. Or yeah, it says or I will carve the light from your shell.
2: Yeah, or yeah, you will. Or I'll carve the light from your shell and leave you. Leave your leave the carcass of my first and last friend in the dirt of this dull red world. Dull red world. What planet do we know is red?
0: Mars. Do Mars.
2: We- and if we go <laughs> all the way back up to the beginning of the thing, Blind Watch is on Mars. Oh, mm-hmm. they're retracing the steps. So I believe that that Doubt Thorn Three took place on Mars. I also believe that, without a doubt, Thorn 3 took place a little bit after your killed Pahanin. Nice. Now, why is that, Put you look forward to
0: hearing that out later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's, there's one part I, I kind of highlighted this for for you, Jared, because I know you're, uh, you're uh, in your thoughts, and that thought one part was funny because it just says corrective measures um, for uh, the ghost is talking to your and he's saying there's still hope, there's still time. And he says, for for what? And he's like, for corrective measures, the writing of our path, the cleansing of your shadow, and or return to light. And I just thought that was funny because corrective measures is a gun in Vault of Glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's flavored text is, uh, it breaks the rules of reality as ruthlessly as it shatters your foes. So yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Awesome. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, there's some reference that... About uh like he says, looking at you here now, the smoke, ash and bone at your feet mark you as so much less. Um could reference um like the bur- the, bur- the burning, burning. of, of Palamon, um, but could not at the same time. It could be at this time in you know, the, the Guardian's history there could have been plenty of ash and bone and smoke.
2: A uh, symbolic or it could yeah. be like he's literally standing on Bahaneen's dead corpse. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's all all theory at this point. (laughs) I don't actually think he's standing on Bonnie's corpse. (laughs) Not at this point, I was like, oh, that would (laughs) be (laughs) interesting. I'd love to hear that theory.
4: (laughs) Uh,
2: I I think Ghost would have had a much bigger problem with that.
0: Yeah. Um, There is a point where it kind of clarifies that this is after his time in the Crucible. Um, he says, You know, it's been some time since you saw me as worthy of walking among those I once called brother and sister. So he, it's been a while since he's been in the tower of the crucible. Um, well, so that's kind of an, a, a nice uh, timeline, at least, I think.
2: And you can't yeah. run in the crucible without a ghost.
0: It'd be dumb. Mm hmm. Would, would be dumb. <laughs> um, I thought it says, uh, then after that, it says, without The ghost says, Without me, you will die. And he responds, Someday. It won't be the first time. Uh, And so that could be just a kind of a reference to a guardian's life. You know, if you're in the crucible, you die all the time, you get resurrected, you get revived, you know, same in the wild, you know, Cabal kills you, Ghost revives you, you go on, you know, it's not, you don't, you die more than once as a guardian. But I also wonder if this could be kind of him calling back to maybe a, a dark secret of how, how he started his path. You know, I wonder if, you know, we get kind of in the quest with the Dredge and Veil, vale, you know, there's talk about death um, kind of just being the beginning. And so I wonder if this is him kind of hinting that at the same time. It's a good thought. And-
2: yeah, like with these cards, like they've been analyzed by everybody, even mm-hmm. if you're not even trying to analyze them, you're going to you're going to see something that nobody else saw. And
0: Yeah. Just like, there's always something you always have
2: to step on eggshells <laughs> when you talk to people. Like, oh, well, yeah, blah 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 blah. I mean, probably wrong, but you know, blah blah blah.
0: blah. <laughs> but blah blah blah.
2: Everything in this, po- this, this podcast is full of lies, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it is. It's also, uh, you know, beta uh, highlighted the uh, the carve the light from your shell. That's a very uh. Hive a very
2: specific tactic. thing <laughs> that we've seen from yeah. a very specific hive, hive on a very specific guardian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cough, heart of Crota, cough, poor Omar.
3: Poor, poor Omar. Omar. Yeah, <laughs> that, when I first read that card, I, I was horrified. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. like the way it's just peeling the light from them. It, that's the hive for you.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And just luminescence tore away the flesh. I can't say if they're feeding off light itself or pain. I guess both. Sorry, I have that card up. I know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was, I was going to say, do you have that memorized? Like, I'd be, I'd be very, <laughs> I, very, very impressed. I almost impressed. have the
2: Black Garden card memorized.
3: <laughs> the seriously, the uh, um, who has the visions of the Black Garden? Oh, Jesus. Pujari. Thank you. Right. But uh, you, you almost have that memorized. Can you, can you cite off any of that for me?
2: Uh. I'm Bujari. These are the memories I've had at the Black Garden. Oh, just kidding. I used to have it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice try. I give you that much. Yeah. So that the uh, the end of this fragment is, uh, is a is probably one of the I think one of the most important, but also one of the most debated lines on these uh, these cards. Uh, and the ghost says, "Your tainted rose will not always save you." And then uh, he responds, old friend it al- already has um so to me you know he he's calling the rose, and he's it's you know capital r you know the same as it's mentioned in the in the thorn card where he held the thorn or held the rose in his right hand you know, the right strong hands, the rose. Strong, or strong hand air. thank you, and so to me, this is definitely a reference to you know his gun, his weapon, and you know the the ghost is still, you know, refusing to call it as it is. You know, same as he won't. Co- the ghost won't call him dredging Yor, He's not going to call his the gun anything different than what it was originally, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I wish I, I didn't agree with you because I do. But if I did, did not agree with you, I'd have a different <laughs> theory to represent the other people with different theories. So I feel. <laughs> Like we're not doing it justice. But no, I agree with you. I definitely think like he's just being stubborn. Like You're well redacted. Your tainted rose mm-hmm. won't always save you. Yeah, yeah
0: your, your rose <laughs> will not always save you. Because the snaps. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be. It, it, it's obviously referencing the gun. I have to agree with you on that. And But it could be referencing that the gun itself.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> like, I tried <laughs> it, to pull
3: something out of my ass, it didn't
4: work.
0: I tried my best to give yeah. give the audience what they wanted. There are pl- there are lots of theories that you know Rose is not it's the hunter, the gun before Thor, the hunter artifact, The you know, hunter artifact. Um and there are lots of uh, I, theories on Reddit. I can I can pull some of those up and put them in the uh, the show or the uh, summary when we post this. So if you do want to read the uh, the other side of the argument that none of us agree with, then you can do that yourself. <laughs> Guess we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: um, the next card is uh, Ghost Fragment Thorn 4. The title is The Shadow and the Light. Uh, this is another conversation between um, Drudge and Yor and his ghost. Uh, do you two want to take a ghost? To to- a ghost. Or a ghost, my bad. Uh, do you want us to handle this again, Dragon, or do you want to do this? I, with- I can take one if you want. Give yeah. okay. one of you guys a break. Oh, I'll take a break.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: All, right, All right. I'll, do it
0: well then. Um, I'll take uh, I'll take your if you want. Okay. So this is uh, one point zero point
3: one. The uh, one points are the ghost. Mm-hmm. Such darkness.
0: Impressed. Far from it. All right, all right. Let me say real fast. Um, so this the ghost in on this one is the the ghost of Jaron Ward. Yeah. Correct. Would you all agree with that? Yeah. Did make that <laughs> assumption? Yep. Didn't I make bad. that association at first. My my bad. No worries. Um, so yes. So we'll, we'll start this one over. All right. So go ahead. Such darkness. Impressed? Far from it. To each their own. His light is faded. His light is gone. You are an infection. I am that which will cleanse. You are a monster. (laughs) An old friend once saw me as the same. He was right. And had we met earlier, so too would you be.
3: You dare defend yourself? All you've done as anything but monstrous?
0: No more than a hurricane.
3: Then you're a force of nature.
0: I am all that is right. You may not see it, for lack of looking, or blind ignorance, but I am all that is good.
3: You've just murdered a good man. He shot first. Yet you stand. Guess he missed. He never misses.
0: First time for everything. His cannon. Nice piece of hardware. Well worn, but clean. Smooth hammer.
3: It was his prize.
0: Guess he put too much faith in the wrong steel.
3: Is that where your faith lies? In steel?
0: Not for some time. My steel is only an extension. My faith is in the shadow.
3: Skipping a few lines here. You claim to be a vessel. A hollow shell where once a man stood. That is just a lie. The man is still in you.
0: There is no man here. I am now, and for the rest of time, only Dredgen Yor. The eternal abyss? So not all the forgotten languages are dead. Yeah, and there's more there, but uh, I think Beta cut that off. That wasn't really relevant to the dredging your story mm-hmm. as much as the Dwindler's Ridge story. Um, but if you continue reading, um, you know, your is ki- uh, confronted by Shen uh Shen kills him at Drind- at Dwindler's Ridge, but we will go into that story another time.
2: So actually one thing that is that uh beta cut off um is that uh he, were, he were refers to Shin as special, a word that he used with his own ghost.
0: Oh, yeah, good call. He says yeah, he says he was he's special, correct. He's fine. Alright, and we're going to pause real quick. I think Beta is going to join in to discuss his theory. All right, guys. So that brings us to not necessarily a new segment for the show because this is all going to be kind of one fluid, you know, topic. But we're kind of we're going to get into a more more of a speculation area, um kind of talk about some different theories, talk about different ideas um regarding some of the things surrounding uh and Yor and the Thorn. Um before we go into the next segment or section though, I'd like to introduce into the call uh, the man behind the curtain, uh, Beta Chieftain. Golf clap, golf clap golf, clap, golf clap.
3: Golf clap, golf clap. The reason why I know anything about the lore right here.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's uh, been helping out doing all the uh, you know, writing the n- notes for the shows, the, the editing, um, the man on Twitter. Still so playing it's, the
2: division. It's good to have
0: you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, no. I don't even log in to get my free loot, so.
3: Yeah, That's a bummer, man. Come Come on. on.
1: Maybe next summer when they've finally released those other two DLCs (laughs) they said they were going to. (laughs) But but then it'll probably be be Destiny 2, and nah.
0: (laughs) No point. So, uh, so Sabeta, you're coming on. uh, One of the reasons you wanted to come on is because you put a, uh, you have a, a pretty, uh,
1: you guys didn't want to. You didn't want to push my theories. <laughs> I had to push my own yeah. theories.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, one of the first things Jared said when he came out I was like, "Oh, so Beta's going to have us push his theories <laughs> on everyone." Awesome. <laughs> but no, this is. Um, you know, tell us. Tell us about your theory. What are, What are we going to talk about? The word extensive okay. come to mind.
1: <laughs> so the uh, so the first thing I want to go into on this one hundred percent speculative portion of the podcast <laughs> is uh is basically like where the thorn came from. So I have a theory that the thorn was actually once the first curse.
2: And why is that?
1: And I have a really long argument, so <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's get into it. Awful, so awful. so you already read the thorn grimoire cards, so I'll just read the important part. But to recall it said augmented through dark practices, thorn was once a hero's weapon. And so the main thing there is so my first point to the argument is it says augmented the Thorn wasn't like crafted from nothing. Um, it was another gun before it became the Thorn, and so and then also on pretty much all the Thorn uh, ghost fragments, it talks about you know weapons of sorrow. And so if you go to the weapons of sorrow, the Necrochasm is the other confirmed one. No, it it's says toilet, touch of Mouse.
2: Uh, the touch of Mouse was I
4: also
2: have,
1: confirmed I as well. Have, I played that raid so little that <laughs> I can't recall. I saw
2: that in the notes too, and I was waiting for just now to, to bring that up. Nice. <laughs> nice.
1: So, yeah, so Necrochasm says, It is said the Necrochasm was born in the twilight after Crota's sword first cracked the moon. That a lost guardian's weapon was altered by the hive in an attempt to fuse their own dark understanding with humanity's mastery of war. Uh, The result was a weapon that would feed on its owner's aggression, reaching further when angry eyes drew focus, its hunger rising as it tore through bone and flesh. So the whole point there, as I'm just pointing out, that the necrochasm, and rumor has it, was a guardian weapon that was then altered by the hive, and so thorn was something that was altered to become thorn. So... I'm just going to keep... And I'm just going to keep talking. So if you guys have counterpoints, please interject. (laughs) Because I'm just going to keep going.
2: I'm waiting to be convinced, so... So,
1: (laughs) So, okay. So we've established the thorn was something before it was thorn. So now I'm going to go back over some of the ghost fragments. And what's interesting is there's a keyword that appears again and again and again. So from ghost fragment thorn 2, we have yours speaking. And it said... You wanted to see my prize, so he's talking about the thorn, and he refers to it as his prize. In Ghost Fragment Thorn Three, we have yours ghost and you're talking, and it said the ghost starting says what brought you here was nobility and my prize. That is no prize, a curse. Then, um, I could you know jump on to the fact that it uses the word curse there, but my argument's better than that. So, <laughs> so the better part there is that it again says prize two times. And then in Thorn 4, we have Jern Ward's ghost and Yor, and it says his cannon, nice piece of hardware, well-worn, but clean, smooth hammer. And then the ghost says, it was his prize. So all this talk of prizes, and I'm like, why are they talking about prizes so much? There's a lot of that word going through this. So my mind went to basically Tex Mechanica and the Chaperone and the first Curse quests. So first step on the Chaperone quest is called Shindig in the Crucible. Come one, come all to Tex Mechanica's first shotgun extravaganza. The prize is the finest shotgun in all the system, based on a design by the Tower own Amanda Holiday. So there, again, the word prize, and the point here being that Tex Mechanica likes to have contests, and they like to give ornate, elaborate prizes for those contests. So, let's look at Tex Mechanica a bit more. Um let's see. Oh, and something else to point out is you get the chaperone based on crucible uh, accomplishments. And we read up above that Dredgen Yor went into the crucible quite a bit with his thorn. Um I believe it's you know, unless the thorn was his crutch, it's perfectly possible that he was good at crucible. My crutch was thorn. trip mine. <laughs> <laughs> May- grenades. grenades are my crutch. Mayhem,
2: <laughs> uh, mayhem in like this tiny little room with my young Amkar spine pre-nerf. Throw them everywhere. Sit in a little room. I'd cry. So fun fact about your word uh, prize is also mentioned in the Ghost Fragment: Shores of Time. Always, yeah. always going for the glory when the real prize is survival and victory. The Shores of Time actually is gonna. I'm gonna bring that up. Uh, a little yeah. bit later. Nice. nice.
1: So it's it's a very it's a you know a very common word, and so yeah, so I was like, okay, they're talking about the last word being a prize. They're talking about the thorn being a prize. We have records of Text Mechanica giving out prizes for you know guns and rewards, and then I might cover this in a bit. But interesting is if you look at the last word, it is a Text Mechanica gun. Um, also of note the last word perk on the last word is the text mechanica logo. So I think it's within reason to think, okay, if the last word was Jaren Ward's prize, then there's a good chance that it was a Text Mechanica, you know, type prize. Um, so
2: I'm gonna pause you right there. It could be side note. Tex Mechanica. We know they're not the the classiest, most resilient gun foundry in the in the city. Uh, maybe they found the blueprints and started mass producing them and for that profit. Because we know, we know, they're a uh, sheisty, sheisty fellows.
0: I like to <laughs> fix those crucible matches to make their guns seem better than they are. Which I don't. I don't see why they need to do because the last word especially in year one was the best gun you could have. So you don't need to make it appear better when it's already the best.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Just trying to avoid those nerfs, I guess. Yeah. But, (laughs) so, so anyways, so all that brings us to the first word quest. And so the first word, sorry, first word, what am I saying? First curse quest. It's called Imprecation. What's interesting is the word imprecation is defined as a spoken curse, the first curse. So, okay, that makes sense. And what's more interesting, though, is it says the story of the last word and the words that came before. So that's right. The first curse quest is a quest about the last word, (laughs) (laughs) according to the game, which I'm like, all right, that's interesting. You know, so um, let's see. So I'm going to go through the quest steps now. More evidence. I'm not going to read everything, but so it starts out. Banshee says, welcome. Tex Mechanica wants to do some research. Um, it says Tex Mechanica has been making guns since before the city's walls went up. And so that's important to establish time frame. Clearly, Tex Mechanica has been making guns for a long time. So it's clearly possible that they could have had guns in the field during the whole Dredgen era. era. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then we let's, says... This is funny, Banshee. What do you want? Oh, right. He doesn't remember things that well. (laughs) Um, That Tex Mechanica research. Not sure that's wise, I told him. Ah, No one listens to the grumblings of an old XO. So to me, that's interesting because it's like, all right, well, why in the world would Banshee tell Tex Mechanica that First Curse isn't a wise gun to build? So we'll get more into that, but it's interesting to note. So we say, okay. Um, so then later it says, you've heard of the last word, but have you heard of the gun that came before it? So it's like, all right, so now we're kind of seeing that tie-in between the last word and first curse. Um, let's see here. Okay, another. these are all pretty much lines from Banshee. Another one is, the last word, and that was one of the best hand cannons I ever saw. And I don't say that lightly. Ain't seen its like since, well, since a long time ago. So again, Banshee's thinking of some event in the past tied to the last word. He saw another gun like it. Um, but again, he's kind of reminiscing here about something clearly in the past. So, and another thing important to note is that um, it, it comes up later, but Tex Mechanica, they're not researching a new gun. It says, like, basically, the first curse is an old gun that they are researching how to bring back. So that's important to note. Um, And another one, it says, The last word and the first curse. Sisters, partners. But one was lost to fire, and with it, the memory of how to forge it. So interesting here is, okay, lost to fire. What does that mean? Was the gun literally, you know, just sitting in a burning building? Um, And if it was, I imagine the gun would still be there when it was done. So what I think is it could be leaning towards other things. in you know religious sense anything consumed or lost to fire is you know a sinner or something like that someone who's done wrong or green so, fire yeah so and then for the high if we have awesome green fire <laughs> and so or it could also just mean you know it was consu- it was lost to darkness so to me um i think that it's quite possible you know the first curse was lost to Something to someone going down a wrong path to the gun being consumed by the darkness, something along those lines.
2: Oh, on a side um, note, um, as you're talking about the, the chaperone quest and the first curse quest, keep thinking that maybe maybe they should have switched them around. But then I keep thinking about Amanda Holiday's mom just running around with this giant ass hand
0: cannon. <laughs> 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 so, sorry, go ahead.
1: That's cool. Oh That's cool. <laughs> so
0: yeah, an interesting part on that when I read um you know one was lost to fire. Um you know if ben, if Banshee's remembering or this is from Barnes Barnes Davis, but uh you know Yor was killed by the flames of of Malfer uh of his light. Um you know a lot of people equate that to a golden gun uh or something of that sort, but you know if, so this that is the speculation. Yes, speculation. This is lost to the speculation part. So
2: it definitely yeah. insinuates that he fired two golden gun shots. Because we, we yeah. skipped that entire part, so might as well bring it up now. But it okay. definitely insinuates he hit Yor with mm-hmm. two golden gun shots.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so that could be another um, yeah, tie-in for to, Yor, one for the thorn. Thorn being lost to fire in, in that sense as well.
1: Oh, actually, and I've been shot by many, a golden gun. So I can tell you that things, they disintegrate. They're gone. <laughs>
0: it, it doesn't take more than one. I run, if, if he's a, uh, you know, a Titan with unbreakable, it does. <laughs> Or if he's a self so, Sun sunsinger with a flame shield.
1: <laughs> so Stop trying to jump ahead, Dragon. Yeah, no,
2: Dragon, you and I will get to that in a minute.
4: <laughs>
1: Alright, so anyway, so we're establishing all these things, last word, first curse, their sisters, one was lost, you know, yada yada. So, we go back, and then this is Banshee again, he says, It's strange, though, strange to think that two sisters could grow so far apart. Uh, who listens to an old exo like you, Banshee? So, to me, this is really telling because it says grow apart. So, first off, it said that the first curse was consumed, you know, lost to fire. That doesn't mean it grew apart, like if a gun, you know, gets destroyed, it didn't grow apart from its sister, it just, you know, got destroyed. So to me, the implication here is that the if the guns were sisters and the guns were close, it probably implies the guardians wielding them were also close. And so the guardians were the ones who kind of drifted apart. They went down separate paths. Um and we obviously know that Yor chose a different path. So to me that makes sense that one of the guns went one way and then Right when, when you get to the gun, it's a Banshee. He says, listen, Guardian, you you watch yourself with this, you hear? And so again, why is Banshee so concerned with us having the first curse? It's just a high-impact hand cannon, you know. It's different archetype than the last word, but they're both guns. They shoot stuff. So to me, all these lines about you watch yourself... Um, they drifted apart, I haven't seen a gun like this in a while, I warned them about this. Like, to me, Banshee is clearly associating the first curse with something else that happened. And my opinion is that thing that happened is the first curse became the Thorn, and 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 the reason is because of the next line, when it says, They said the first curse was so powerful, its wielder didn't even need to think about killing. The killing just happened and that goes very much in line with you know the idea that some of these guns have a hunger. And so here it's kind of goes back to you don't even have mm-hmm. to think about it. This thing just kills. Uh, and mm-hmm. then we go to the first curse grimoire card. And it says the first curse is when death becomes an afterthought. And I will go into this a ton more in a second. But oh, and I had some notes here I skipped. So to go back to the whole, you know, the gun just is really good at killing i go back to thorn three where the ghost says you have blood on your hands how's that any different than prior innocent blood matter of perspective so the point here is yours is kind of nonchalant about killing things and then the whole the first curse is when death becomes an afterthought and so from thorn three the ghost says without me you'll die and yours simply says someday won't be the first time so Again, yours very nonchalant about killing and death.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: And so to me, um, anyway, so that's kind of my argument. So in summary, Tex Mechanica, Prizes, Guns Were Sisters, very similar. Last Word and First Curse were tied together. We have never heard of the First Curse since. Um, It says later in the grimoire card, there are thousands of tales of the fate of the First Curse. It's like, no, there aren't. (laughs) So. Or they're all whispers. Tell me one um, of them. Well, no, the, I think so, like, yeah, when, he was, when he was
2: saying like, there are thousands of tales, you've got to make your own. Like, they're, they're, they're tales, but they're aren't, they aren't very good. Make one,
1: right. So. They're, they're, not, your, they're <laughs> not your tale. But yeah, so my opinion is the first curse, and to cap it all off, for the listeners, go find a picture of the first curse. If you look at the picture, and this isn't a real point, but there's a green glow on the back of the gun. <laughs> And to me, I think that was a deliberate clue put in by the developers to point towards this thing became a thorn. Nice. So that's my argument. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So I, I, you mostly convinced me that the first curse is thorn. However, I have some counter arguments. I don't okay. think that whoever Yor was went into um, the summoning pits and like his hand cannon was create or turned into thorn. I. Think it's more of like the high of acquired thorn, transported and gave him to gave it to whoever.
5: became okay. My Equ- equally speculative and
1: valid as mine. So
4: yes. You're <laughs> was
5: hoping
2: for an argument. Oh, I'm. I don't argue. Like I'm he'll, like,
1: argue, he'll oh. argue me later. Well,
2: <laughs> I genuinely disagree. Well, I genuinely disagree with you. Good day, sir.
1: <laughs> That's yeah, I think how, we're both talking about cordial. things that are unproven. I've actually we'll been find.
2: called out on the uh, Destiny like forums, but like <laughs> me and this dude are having this argument, and like we ended it without calling each other like ridiculous names. And I'm like, all right, yeah, cool, man, awesome, good argument. And then like a couple months later, some guy was like, wait, hold on, that argument didn't end badly. What's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. I think I was banned <laughs> from the forums for that. <laughs>
4: Damn, yeah. Jesus!
0: And I can't remember if it was Captain Keck's uh, or someone else in the in the fan chat for ghost stories who who held that theory, but also held that the first curse became Thorn and had you know overlaying images of the two guns and how you know even you know barreled the, be- the stock to the the trigger and everything. that like could actually matched up almost you know the Thorn has the the jagged bone design now and so it, like different areas protrude out a little bit more than other areas but as far as the the stock or the base of the gun they were they're pretty much identical
2: yeah like they're they're basically they're definitely from the same like model because i'm a i'm a 3d animator like by school mm-hmm. um so they're definitely from the same like model and reference um but like, that's why i say like it feels like the, the hive had the first curse for a lot longer because they mm-hmm. made such drastic changes to it
1: it even changed its impact archetype. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, right. well, so that, S- that S- 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 actually
2: up. did all that too. Uh, if you think about yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. There's some powerful forces out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that kind of wraps up the, that, that portion of the, uh, the, uh, spin metal speculation with the, uh, thorn first curse. Uh, and that kind of brings us into another one. Um, and this one... Much less controversial. Yes, much less controversial. Uh, definitely no counter-arguments or different opinions out there. And this is, who is Dredgen Or who was Dredgen Who was the hero before the man in the shadows?
2: It was Jared Ward, everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got the, the whole fight club. The speaker. It's definitely on. the speaker. Um, <laughs> Behind the mask. <laughs> so it, it's funny because
2: Man Holiday's mom. When
0: we, we kind she's, of she's ba- she's, ba- she's. <laughs> <laughs> When when the Lazir card first came out, uh, and the, I think it came out. Did it come out during the sparrow racing? I think it was when it came out, or it was, it was, it was some event. I think maybe I it think was so. Yeah, yeah, I think it was around the sparrow racing time it came out, and we did an episode when we were with Ghost Stories on it, and you know, we did all the the speculation on, you know, we thinking that Rezel was the speaker and it has all these points that kind of correlate and combine. And then there's this other post that was on Reddit at the time. And it was, I think Rezal is is and Yor. And everyone was kind of like, ah, oh, that's a good speculation, but yeah, no way. Actually,
2: you guys know where you and find the, before these walls cards, you find it in the summoning pits. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: That might've yes, been, that, that might've been why.
0: Yeah. And then there was this, this Reddit post was, it was a really good Reddit post. Uh, I'll put the link in the, uh, the show notes, but it's like, has all these points, like the similarities between Azir and similarities in Dredge and Yor. And ever at that point, but like, at that time, everyone's like, ah, oh, that's no, it's not happening. And there's like that, that <laughs> one like, or
2: 50 people is <laughs> like, no, he was a hunter. Cause he had a cloak.
0: Yeah. He's the cloak of Dredge and Yor. He's a hunter. But, <laughs> but no, but it's like, it's kind of interesting. Cause now, um, now beta is going to convince us all that Azir became Yor and it's... Well, everyone <laughs> but everyone but
1: Jared. Yeah, no, I just yeah, want to make
2: this perfectly clear. I think it was hilarious that, like, um, John Goff and probably a couple other people, like, was very much pushing, like, the idea, like, they wanted to instill the idea that he was Jaren Ward, and then just a hunter overall, and then that he was a warlock. And everyone was like, no, he's a warlock, he's a hunter, he's a warlock. Ah, just kidding, psych, he's a striker titan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got you all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my.
2: All right, go ahead. Start us off, Beta. This podcast is full of lies. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The first thing to say... I laugh
3: harder if I was...
1: Yeah, so the first thing to say is the amazing Reddit article. I purposely didn't read it for when I was crafting this argument because I wanted to just have my own thoughts and go. So I'm sure I'll read it after this and compare. But so I'll probably say similar things or different things because I haven't read it yet but that was the whole point. So I would just be making stuff up on my, by myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to start with Resilazir before these walls, which was the first Resilazir card released. And I don't know if I'll read this whole thing, but we're just going to go. So it says Resilazir was a man. And I'm going to stop real quick and say, okay, Resilazir was a man. So now I'm going to read the first lines from Ghost Fragment Thorn. The rose, the noble man stood, and the people looked to him, for he was a beacon, hope given form. Yet still, only a man, and within that truth there was great promise. If one man could stand against the night, then so too could anyone else.
2: Yeah, my Amanda Holiday's mom theory just went out the window.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're really highlighting. Yeah, he was a man. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and now that I told you guys to remember that sentence later on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So now that I've read that sentence. I'm gonna read the rest of this before these walls card, and you tell me that doesn't sound like the same guy. So <laughs> in time his kind would be called Titan, mountains of muscle and might and steel, his collar was fur and teeth, his person clad in ornate golden etched plating, trophies upon his shoulders. This was before the city was the city. Rezel had been a champion of the faction in fallen wars, a leader against the alien pirates he had been more. If the giant wasn't a god, then maybe Rezzel was. As the first walls formed, built of hard work and sacrifice, Rezal and the Guardians stood against the alien plunderers time and again. More survivors arrived. More warriors. Hope blossomed. To Rezal, it was currency. Hope bought tomorrow. Tomorrow bought the effort needed to survive today. And so, here we're talking about... So, clearly, for Rezal, like, hope is a key part of his character. Um, You know, he brings hope. He carries hope with him as a currency. So, hope is a big thing. So, returning to Ghost Fragment Thorn 3... It says the ghost says nothing more. You were a hero, and yet people still die. Corruption still exists. Light still fades, and darkness still spreads. As will it, e- as it will ever be. That doesn't mean you give in to what hope. This is not hope. So again, talking about hope, and then clearly here, as your he has had a change of heart about what hope brings. So keep going. Yet Rezel grew weary. Stories haunted his nights. Going back to Ghost Fragment Thorn. But the man had a secret fear. His thoughts were dark. A sadness crept from the depths of his being. So, Rizzle has haunting has dark thoughts. Old, so back to before these walls. Old stories, those no longer told. Those locked behind tight lips for fear that they may invoke. Uh, whenever the sun dropped below the horizon and the moon rose high, Rizzle's thoughts wandered. Back to Ghost Fragment Thorn. On his last day, he sat and watched the sun fall. His final, final thoughts, pure of mind, if not body, held to a fleeting hope. There's hope again. Though they would suffer for the man he would become, the people would remember him as he had been. Rezal Azir. So, that was not in the card. Um, one of you guys say something. It's so, quiet. so <laughs> okay. These are,
2: these, it's definitely obvious that both of these cards were written by the same guy. I know John Goff wrote the, uh, the, the Dwindler's Ridge, and he also wrote the Rezal card. So, mm-hmm. like my same theory for the uh, the legends and mysteries, uh, Rezul Azir, like he he provides so much like juxtaposition. Like it's he, he meant to write this to be compared next to like word for word, stanza for stanza mm-hmm. with the <clears throat> Thorn card. Um
0: like yeah, even as, even that where it says like if the giant wasn't a god, then maybe Rezul was, um, and then in the Thorn card it talks about pride being part of what led him down this path and you know if you're not if you're being compared to a god you know you're gonna have some pride issues most likely
2: yeah um so like i'm not i'm not gonna say that this this card alone proves your theory um but it does it does seem that that's like this is the direction that john goff himself wants us to
3: go in there's (laughs) Oh.
1: there's <laughs> yeah. too many
3: links too and that's many why links I'm going to keep
1: going to prove myself more yep,
3: yep. <laughs> I, ex- I expect nothing less
1: alright, so we're going to move on to Rezel Azir War Without End and, so, and when I read these, know that like I'm, I'm skipping certain portions that are less relevant But I
2: mean awesome Okay,
1: so War Without <laughs> End Exori's Ambush to Rezal, the captain so I'll summarize, so Exori's Ambush was basically him killing a bunch of Fallen like most all these cards, Trezzel. The captain was already an afterthought as ether leaked from the pirate's broken body with each blow of Trezzel's heavy fists. <laughs> oh my! Sounds like weaning. Trezzel's <laughs> attention had shifted to the unknown but inevitable battles to follow. This was the state of things: conflict as common as breath. And then I'm going to keep going. But the point I'm going to try and drive home here is: you'll recall from my first curse argument and first curse becoming thorn that part of the first curse is death becoming an afterthought and then also killing being super easy and then also from the Ghost Fragment cards, let me go back up here.
2: Uh, I would like to actually make a quick point that uh, his cards are um, not in the Dark Ages anymore, even though the first one very much seemed like it was these ones are very much like more so in the City Era, because we are fighting the Fallen and that's generally when the city yeah. age began. So, timeline, there's huge gap of time in these yeah. cards.
0: So, mm-hmm. Throwing that out there. Yeah, from between these walls to War Without End. Yeah, definitely.
1: And it helps my argument, because we know that Yor existed in the time of the Crucible in the city. So, it's good to know Rezl was around, too. Um, here we go. And th- So, there's that line from Thorn 3, where he says, And yet people still die, corruption still exists, light still fades, and darkness still spreads. So, I think... Um, Your has become disillusioned with the war and so kind of the point i'm going to try and dr- drive home here especially in the card's title war without end is that rezzle is becoming disillusioned with the war effort so that one was the state of things conflict as common as breath so moving on to the Tescan valley encounter uh summary another fallen fight the kell's gaze fit fa- yeah uh. the kell's gaze fell to the ghost as the beam faded the circle began to collapse the fallen set to pounce as the Kelm moved to toss Ren- Rezal aside, cold steel met the underside of the alien marauder's jaw, followed by a red flash as Rezal pulled his cannon's trigger. Rezal didn't have to reply, if war was a constant, never was just an illusion. So the two points there, going back to if war was a constant, um, you know, never doing something is an illusion because you're always at war. So again, he sees the clearly that the war will never end. Darkness still spreads, and the other point here, he pulled his cannon's trigger. So very clearly here, Rezel Azir can be placed with a hand cannon.
2: Um, uh, it's not. So, hold on, just to just clarify, the actual word "cannon" in the Grimoire is not capitalized. Same. It could be referring mm-hmm. to any sort of. He could have had a uh, a shock cannon. A shock cannon. He could have had a uh, a ship's cannon. You know, hand loading balls and. Same, mm-hmm.
1: but whatever <laughs> whatever cannon it had to have a trigger. Yes, <laughs> and it had to fit under a fallen captain's jaw.
2: Okay, so a ship cannon That's idea. So it's a pulse rifle. rifle. I mean,
1: the red, f- you know. So maybe a, uh, you know, get that shot cannon under that, or there some other kind
2: mm-hmm. of like a cannon is also a name for you know a regular gun. Maybe just yeah. he just got tired of using the word <laughs> gun. <right? laughs> no, not there. The word cannon is not capital. He's trying.
3: So. <laughs> he's trying you gotta give him credit he's trying hey
2: you, you, you said you said I had to, to break you up talk too much so
1: Ta-da. yeah that's, that's fine <laughs> makes this more interesting
2: and an odds not here right. so I, like I it. have to make up for it
1: alright so okay so now to the third section of that card in defense of north channel and important to note is that north channel is mentioned in ghost fragment thorn two three and four so the point there being that rezzle was clearly in the vicinity of Dredgen-Yor and Palamon and and that area, because this is mentioned across all those cards. So he was within, you know, proximity. So it says, Winds from the south caught the smoke and began to clear the thick air. Slowly the citizens of the small snow-covered settlement came out of their hiding places. Rezal surveyed their faces, each weary but flecked with hope. Again, hope, you know, important thing to Rezal. Which is interesting, because when you read Ghost Fragment Thorn 3, it's sa- that Yor says, If I'm being honest, I care only to give hope to the frightened, huddled masses, so that when I come upon them, they will have more to lose, their pain will be greater, their screams more pure. So, someone twisted by the hive, if hope was extremely important to him before he was twisted, it would seem to me that your would be very much about hope for all the wrong reasons. So... We have that and then huddled masses ties into this idea of these um s- you know citizen survivors so then living in the wilds was all they had known surviving fighting hiding these people had heard stories of a safer place but tales of a better life were so rarely true <coughs> rezil and his companions have been tracking these fallen for weeks um, so to me what this means is that the fallen burned down this town i am not saying that Rezel At this time is Yor, and that he burned down Palamon. I'm saying this was way before that, and it's the Fallen that he mentions here that they're tracking. Those are the ones who blew up this settlement.
4: Okay,
3: sure. Um,
5: Mm
1: -hmm. I'll retort when you're done. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to skip my comment there. Not important. So, had they caught them sooner, this town would have been spared. That any survivors climbed from the rubble to see another day marked this as a victory. But Rezl was growing tired of small wins, however meaningful. So there again, becoming disillusioned with with victories and disillusioned with mm-hmm. fighting. Uh, that ev- that evening, Rezl and the others led a f- gathering of survivors on the long journey to the growing city beneath the Traveler. Some settlers remained behind, choosing to stake their claim in the untamed wilds. What not wilds, wilds. Um. So to me, I think that could easily be Palamon. again this is in north channel so it's in the vicinity um because it's a new settlement that they're staking then it says rezil admired their resolve the resolve being these settlers he knew whatever death these brave prison not prisoners he knew whatever death these brave pioneers avoided that day would come to them someday in one form or another and I think that line was purposely written as an allusion to Rezel turning Yor and later coming back to kill them all.
2: All right, so <laughs> here's, here's my issue with, the, with that theory. Um, so <clears throat> in the timeline that we know of, we didn't go over uh, the last word for, but in the beginning of, <clears throat> in the, beginning of the last word for, Shin Malfer meets Dregden Yor. Right? Right. As a kid in Palamon before it was burned. So, mm-hmm. this card, if, if these settlers are from Palamon, hypothetically, you know, hypothetically, then that would mean Rezzel would have had to have been your at this point in time.
1: I, I would disagree because I would say, I, we know there was some time between, and obviously Shin had to be born, let's say he was 8 years old, there, there's a time, I would argue, that this could be Rezzel. And he's in the vicinity. He's you know helped these people out. They decide, hey, we're going to go start this city, et cetera. He leaves, does his thing. He becomes your. Oh, and he comes back gotcha. eight or ten years later. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: well, and to be fair, too, in the last remember our ghost rep the last word for it never says dredgen your It calls him the Stranger. And so, and it just says it says you know, one part. It says the Stranger was cold. Distant, damaged. I thought only
2: a child. I, think uh, that- I don't know. Only a child. I knew the monsters of our world walked like men. But they were not. They were something alien, forearm savage. Blah blah blah. I took him for a sad, broken man as mm-hmm. he was. The, the dark tower uh, over me, looking into looking into me through me. He smiled. My knees weak and a all lost. Turn away, ruined and heartbroken.
4: Oh wow. Great. Right.
2: Thanks.
1: And that could yeah, that's interesting because. If he was a, let's say, a guardian at that point in time, you know, looked like a guardian, it could explain why Shin was so anxious to meet him, because if he's met Ward, he's like, oh, Ward's a guardian, and mm-hmm. he was my friend. Oh, here's this other cool guardian. And then, you know, Shin's heart's broken because he just kind of turns around and walks away.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, but- this actually, like, this, this right here just kind of destroys the Jaren the Ward thing because it says he smiled, which means his helmet was off. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I would assume shim oh, yeah. would know what
0: know ward looks like at this point in time
1: oh the, yeah yeah that's really interesting yeah i totally missed that most people yeah there's a, there's a
0: line in that card too that i think like i'm just now catching it for the first time like points a lot to the character of rezzle that we've been now described for this little bit it says you know it says the stranger was polite but solemn i took him for a sad broken man and he was And he says, though at the time I didn't understand how that could make one dangerous. Yeah, and to a
1: degree when reading this card he seems like he's on the verge of breaking.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's kind of he's disillusioned, he's despairing for, you know it doesn't matter how many small wins we get it's, you know, it doesn't do any good kind of thing.
1: And one thing I wanted to bring up it makes more sense to bring it up now earlier in the card when it says Rezal and his companions had been tracking these fallen for weeks so we, we have records of Jaren Ward tracking Fallen. Um, it says he had fellow hunters with him, although it's unclear if those were citizens or guardians. But the point being, I I think something had to bring Rezel to this area. And so Rezel and his companions... So clearly this is speculative and doesn't say, but I think there's a possibility that... And this kind of hinges on my argument earlier, that the first curse became Thorn. If... Rezel had the first curse, and those guns were sisters, and those guardians were close. To me, it would then make sense that Rezel is in this area um, because he's near Jaron Ward. He might be running some operations with him, mm-hmm. hunting these fallen and things like that. Well, someone, and because later when Yor comes back, it's like it feels like Yor is very much like he comes to get Ward, it feels like, and the gun and the last word. like It feels a lot like Yor is just very tied into wanting that gun. And so it would make sense then um, if Russell's in the area. Well, so like the, the same
2: that's gun. like the the same theory. Like a lot of people think that uh Ward and Yor were like brothers. But if you go back to the Ghost Fagman Thorn 4 card, like if they were brothers or like at least that close, Ward's ghost would have recognized Yor at some point in time.
4: Mm-hmm. Like
2: they it, would, it wouldn't be this the stranger or <clears throat> Um how he is now. Unless he he changed that drastically, like he it's going from like a regular person to like maybe it looks like a thrall now, but I don't think it's well, I would, it's that
1: I would argue so now this is not an episode for Dwindler's Ridge, so we can come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember I mean obviously so Shin <laughs> refers to him as the stranger. But I don't think there's any record of how Ward or Ward's ghost perceives um Yor. In the very end when Ward's dead Yours ghost is talking to, uh, sorry, no, sh- Ward's ghost is talking to Yor, and that card we read earlier, but I kind of, mm-hmm. in the comments, posed some questions where, when he asks who you are and things, he might be talking to the darkness itself, and not the man that once, you know, inhabited the body. So like the yeah. ghost knows who it is, but at this point he's addressing it as a stranger because he's basically addressing the dark. All right. Well, so
2: going going back to the Thorn. Uh, but anyway, that's yeah. Thorn, the 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 Thorn Ford is like a, <clears throat> he shot first. Yeah, you stand. Guess he missed. Blah blah blah. First time for everything. His cannon, nice piece of hardware, well worn but clean, smooth hammer. It was his prize. So that appears to be like yeah. Yours yeah. is seeing the last word for the first, first time, time, like up close at least. <clears throat>
1: mm, true. Interesting. Okay. So that brings us to the final segment of the Azir oh, story. I hate this card. Yeah, so <laughs> Legends and Mysteries, Rezl-Azir. Um, Let me kind of skim. This is a long one. So the point being, so Rezl goes to the moon. And he goes to the moon pre-Mare Imbrium because later he tells his ghost to warn everyone that the Hive are there. So... And we've always kind of wondered what drove everybody to go to the moon. So, um,
2: so real quick, then like the, the third yeah. line, there's something deep, something resembling fear. He knelt to examine dust-covered pilot's feet. Skulls that have been discarded with little care some time ago, decades, maybe longer. I actually think I know who those bones belong to. Um, uh, are Oceans of Storm 2. Yep. The scientists, the scientists, because yeah. that would actually put them in the place. Because uh, the scientists of uh, Oceans of Storm 2 is about these scientists who worked on the moon during the collapse. And, they, and during the collapse, a bunch of stuff happened. And so they went into these tunnels that they found. Um, and it's like a, this journal of the last one alive saying, like all, these, like, all my friends and coworkers have died, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he starts naming all of these chambers he finds. So he, he names, like, the, the Circle of Night and the Chamber of Bones. <clears throat> he, na- he names them in that card. So, like, all the names that we know of are from him specifically. And this is during the collapse. Um, and it's just very like this depressing card of like how he's dying and losing oxygen and stuff like that. So that would actually, if he died in the circle of bones, the circle of bones is literally next door to the summoning pit.
0: So yes, it is.
1: Yeah. Ta-da. So, and so, and the point, and one of the points to make here was, and it's kind of an obvious point, but we've, we know from thorn Two that Yor clearly had been to the moon. And here, we clearly have evidence that Rezel is on the moon. So they have both been in the same place nice. for a second time. Because North Channel was another same place that they've both been. Um, So it talks about the doors. Let's see. Let me.
2: Like, if you actually go so the, through this through this on this mission, like, go through the Sunning Pit, or go through the Circle of Bones just, into the Sunning Pits, it literally, like, here's the door, a hallway. Hey, look, another door, Sunning Pit. So it's just kind of doing that.
1: Yeah. So, here, I'll start reading from here. So, the massive doors were opening. Rezel steadied his rifle as a lone shape. Not a cannon? And my point,
2: right. <laughs> and my point
1: here, my counterpoint, is that I think it would be silly to ever argue that a guardian carries one weapon. Because <laughs> we, we carry like nine to, you know. So, two che. So, yeah. So, nine I concede I, I that clearly here he does not have a cannon, but I also think it would be silly to say that a guardian carries one weapon at all times well
2: and in my and in my theory uh, he, he wouldn't have the thorn into the thing he would get the thorn like while he was there
1: yeah okay um Rezl studied his rifle as a lone shape floating just above the ground appeared from the deep black beyond the threshold the figure in the doorway a dark ethereal woman cloaked in tattered ceremony and armored with ornate bone danced in the air Rezel and the demon woman <laughs> held their ground, contemplating one another. Okay, so we've got a wizard who has appeared. Mm-hmm. And it says later, the mighty titan... wonder if titan- she's wed. Yeah, we're going to find out. <laughs> the mighty titan took steps forward. Uh, I'm not sure this is a good idea. His ghost concern was impossible to mistake. Not sure that matters. To me, um, <laughs> I just have a note. The phrasing... And it makes sense because I guess the same person wrote the card. But to me, that phrasing and that line right there— not sure that matters. Just sounds very Yorish to me, mm-hmm. in a way a lot of the your cards are.
2: Yeah, he also had a huge conversation with his ghost. Uh, he skipped a bunch of it because, um, like, all action-packed like, yeah. things blowing up,
5: the we'll war with that yeah, end yeah. during the entire
0: the
1: yeah the captain thing. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nonchalant about death. Um, yeah. Attitude
1: here. It says we've come, we've seen. This is the ghost. We've come, we've seen. Maybe the best course here is to warn the others, gather an army. So I think that's clearly these are events prior to Meriam Bream. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Rezil says, "Maybe. I'm just saying it's possible you can't handle whatever it is we've upset here. Good work, ghost. <laughs> we've woken nightmares." Rezel's attention was singular, <clears throat> focused intently on the dark beyond the threshold. The hive were supposed to be gone. The ghost mold the full consequence of this mistaken belief. They've been silent for, they're not silent anymore. That scream, these doors, they're best left alone. I can't do that. Rosal continued forward, toward the dark, toward the unknown. Stay here. Excuse me? Get distance. We don't know what this is, what's coming. Can't risk you too close to an unknown. And if you fall where I can't find you? If I fall, if I don't return, run. Tell the others, warn them all. There are worse things than pirates. And again, that's you know the first curse is when death becomes an afterthought um so going through Rezel, and this is important um because when in the card where your ghost is talking to your like to me it never seems like the ghost was present when your became your cuz he talks about something's corrupted you what happened you used to love the light but like i feel like if the ghost had been there he would have been like hey Remember when you went and saw those hive, and that was a horrible thing, and how could you? So, to me, I feel like the ghost, for whatever reason, was not necessarily present when Yor became corrupted. And this would
2: line up, clearly up Rezl- perfectly. Yeah,
1: this would line, line up because Rezel sent away his ghost. And I have more ev- mm-hmm. theories in a second. <clears throat> so, Rezal enters the darkness, basically. Um, rezel's foot falls echoed lonely measured steps with no guarantee of purchase at any moment the world could fall away and he would be lost the forgotten hero who foolishly sought nightmares and this goes back to what dragon said earlier he had been a, uh, from ghost fragment thorn he had been a hero for so long but pride had led him down sorrow's road so clear as, clearly mm-hmm. he was somewhat prideful here thinking yeah i'm just going to go in
0: yeah it's like oh i got this
1: <laughs> um so then it talks about and this card's you know, really good. Go read it. But it talks about the wizard comes, you know, finds him. The wizard starts whispering things into his ears. Basically his ears start bleeding because it's hive speak. And then one of the, the wizards says, I am the end of morrows. Shyor." is that how we pronounce it? I didn't hear you guys. Earlier. I was saying, all right. I'm the end of morrows. Sire, the bless, the blessed desire, the betrothed. I am of the coming storm. These are not my words, but prophecy. Your light will one day shatter and die. For now it simply offends. And you, dear, sweet, fragile thing, shall be made to suffer for your transgressions upon this holy ground. So...
2: The prophecy failed her.
1: And So to be the extremely, you know, obvious, obviously Zyor is the same wizard... That we mm. have to go kill. But this ma- the master is a, of the thorn.
2: This Zior is supposed to be betrothed. The one we kill never got married, so they can't mm. be the same Unwin. one. Jeez, guys. <laughs> so,
1: Unwin.
0: what happened to her, uh, her fiance? Let me, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so some people could think, okay, well, maybe she's betrothed to Crota or something like that. But later, when she's, you know, the unwed, Crota isn't dead yet at that point, so that makes no sense so i believe she's saying she's the betrothed because she's attaching herself to Rezel. Um so she's the blessed because Rezel's wandered into her lair she's the betrothed because now she's attaching herself to him and so my theory is she becomes the master of him and you know they're betrothed in darkness and suffering um, she siphons away a lot of his light corrupts him she becomes the master of the thorn which i believe to be the first curse which she which Rezel would have had which she turned into the thorn and then she becomes the unwed later because by the time we go in by the time we go on our quest into the summoning pits shin malfor has already killed Dredgen Yor. so Dredgen Yor being dead at that point zaior would now be the unwed because her betrothed has died so, still master of Thorn, but no longer betrothed, because her beloved is dead. Hmm. And so, yeah, one, your light will one day shatter and die, so clearly... And we know that, you know, him being becoming corrupted was somewhat of a process. But, anyways, so I think that's, you know, the most blatant and obvious evidence is that... It's DeRazal too blatant. Was, yeah.
2: So, <clears throat> this is why I don't like this card, because, like, there was no, like... Let's see, putting around like we've done for the last three years is like, oh, <laughs> like, actually, I theorized about, like, the process of, like, him going through the uh, Chamber of night and the Circle of Bones into the Summoning mm-hmm. Pit and, and actually doing the, uh, the ritual that happened to Fogoth later on. And, like, this card confirmed that, but it confirmed, like, everything. So this card pretty much makes it 95% confirmed that Rezel is your I'm questioning that five percent though. That's, that's the whole reason I'm here, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. the card doesn't end. Like the card ends as the ritual starts. It doesn't end like he walks out of the summoning pits with a new hand cannon, or like his hand cannon changed, or however you want to see it. He doesn't walk out. He mostly he could have died in there, or he could have like said, "No, sure, I don't want none of that." He leaves, <laughs> and then it becomes a speaker. Who knows? That's <laughs> no, if you think there's about, so,
0: there's about a five percent chance of that.
2: No, so like the reason why I bring up the speaker is because it was a long theorized that the speaker was Rezzel. Um mm-hmm. and that would also like so if in this context, if he is the speaker, we know in the, the year one quest that the speaker had a lot to do with cleansing the thorn. So he was yeah. he was familiar with it. Um mm-hmm. or actually Reddit's been going off a lot on the that Rezel was the uh, the dead guardian at the beginning of uh Moon mission destiny
1: which doesn't yeah. i thought that but it doesn't fit at all no it doesn't They they're you not had inside. to run a long yeah, way they're <laughs> literally outside somewhere and yeah
2: yeah no there's i just thought it was funny like like one day i was on reddit and like everybody in their mother's like oh Rezal's the dead guy mm-hmm. but they moved his body awesome. to uh clovis bray
1: <laughs> and then and then his ghost which left him to warn everyone on earth magically reappeared and was captured by the hive wizard to then be rescued and die in that first mission.
2: Ace closed, <laughs> problem solved. All right guys,
1: and and the one my final thought is just um going back to his ghost. Like so an interesting thing to me about all the Thorn cards are that are how long Yor's ghost stuck with him. And clearly Yor had already murdered a number of people. By that point... I only confirmed in
5: one.
1: Yeah. Um, but the ghost... I, confirmed there was innocent blood on his hands. Um, so the ghost, you know, stuck with him for a long time. And I personally think that it's Rezel and his ghost. Because if Rezel went into this pit and he ordered his ghost to leave, his ghost, you know, listened and left... And then later the ghost starts realizing what's happened to him. If I were that ghost, I would feel guilty and never want to leave his side again because you feel so much guilt for letting him Mm -hmm. go down into the hive pits when if you had, you know, tried to stop him, he wouldn't have become Dredgen Yor. So I think the reason in the thorn cards that that ghost is there so long is because it's Rezl's ghost and it's chosen to, you know, do everything it possibly can to fix what's happened.
2: Oh, so actually I'm gonna bring something up that we talked about in the first half that Dragon said we'll talk about later, but I'm looking at these notes and I don't think I'll be able to talk about it again. So let's do it. Uh, so for So uh, you weren't here for this beta, but like I've only I'm only convinced that before his his ghost left him, he's only killed one other guardian, that was Pahanin. Mm-hmm. Um like the, end of the the blood on his hands could've definitely been the bandits from Thorn Two, but the innocent blood could have been Pahanin on Mars. Now I'm very much convinced that he killed Pahanin on Mars because one we got the uh, um, the new card confirming that he was on Mars the uh, Blind Watch Ghost Fragment and mm-hmm. to top it all off uh, <clears throat> we all know Pahanin as the uh, the funny warlock or the funny hunter oh god <laughs> the funny hunter who wrote the Pahanine Zareta who has a bunch of funny little quips, he also invented the super good advice. um, Mm -hmm. Because after his whole raid fire team died and got lost in time, he kind of felt lonely. So he he made a gun that could talk to him. In the year one exotic bounty, we find super good advice still mourning on Mars. Mm -hmm. In Thorn Mm -hmm. three card... Um, <clears throat> it's like they, they pretty much like when Dora threatens his ghost. He says, "I'll leave your your lightless carcass on this red planet, so nobody to find." Um, so what's what you were saying earlier? Like you stuck around a lot. Him actually killing Pahanin and just kind of like sitting with that for a little bit. Like maybe they like walked out of the, the cave or whatever. Wherever he killed him, um, and he was like you know what? I've had enough of this. What's what's your deal, bro? What's happened to you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see that. All right. So, well, uh, at this point, I, I think um, we have to say goodbye to one of our, uh, our members <laughs> tonight. Uh, getting late and tired, and he's got some tests coming up. Uh, Mike, do you want to say bye where people can find you real quick?
3: Yeah. Uh, you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at MythosMike or on uh, Twitch at Mike S from PD. Go drink caffeine. <laughs> 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 I'm not it was quite, uh, quite as uh, rowdy as you uh, gentlemen so, <laughs> down <made my> <laughs> sleep.
0: Sleep. Nice. And I think yeah. uh before, before we before we end we the show, uh Jared has, has some uh some, some theories from and ideas. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna try and be quick about it.
0: Oh do do it do it justice though, because we wanna All right. All right I will. We we wanna we wanna hear it. <laughs> so who do you think <clears throat> Dredgen Yor is. Alright, so, me, Jared, Jared B.,
2: I strongly <laughs> believe that Dredgen Yor is the Thanatonic Warlock, Pujari. Now here's why. This is a generally old theory, uh, one of the first your theories, but I've come to see it from my own. Uh, so, in the, the Legends card, Legends of the Black Garden, uh, it's all first person of Pujari talking, like, he had a vision. Uh, as Thanatanots do, he jumped off, he killed himself, um, and had a vision of the Black Garden. Fun fact, it's the Shores of Time, so I'm not sure if there's an actual Crucible map, or if it was before that, but it was Venus. So he threw himself off the Shores of Time. He, he
1: had private matches before everybody else.
2: Because <laughs> <clears throat> he's awesome. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right, uh, so while in the garden, he argues uh, with the... The card is beautifully written, um, but overall, what happens at the end is he, he finds a flower. In the Shape of a ghost. Now he's arguing with this flower. The flower tells Pujari that he himself is evil. Like you're a dead thing, made of a dead god and all this other stuff. And if you were evil, you should not be here. But pujari's like, this is the black garden. Right now, I don't know how the card up um so doing it, whatever. But like this is the black garden. You're the evil one. I am I'm made of light. I'm a guardian. I'm good. But like as he's trying to convince this flower in the shape of a ghost, he's actually having difficulty convincing himself. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe something that the uh, the vision of the f- of the flower in the black garden said made him kind of like maybe he might have a. Um, mm-hmm. So in the end, uh, while he's in the vision, he actually cuts. He tries to pluck the 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 flower in the shape of a ghost, and actually a thorn cuts him. Um, and he bled light when he wakes up from the vision. And his ghost revives him. Um, he still actually has that cut. Now, if you go back to Thorn 1, in his strong hand, he held a rose. So meaning he had a weak hand. Possibly that hand that was cut in the vision mm-hmm. is his strong one. Or the not strong hand. So there's that. Um, <laughs> now, for the, the dragon, yours rose, I actually strongly believe that if it was Pujari, Pujari actually, we know Pujari went back to the Black Garden. Like um, Lashmi 2 actually says he died, but I'm not I don't trust Lashmi as far as I can throw her. Because <clears throat> in the uh in the uh, <laughs> if you read the, the comments of the No Time to Explain, it's like the last one, like you had to go to the Black Garden and fight that um take a minta, you find Pujari's ring. Um and then she says an offhand comment, oh he died, blah 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 blah. But you know, knowing what we do know about the Vex in the Black Garden, death doesn't really seem like the one and only option for it's, that. It's not a
0: permanent thing, <clears throat> necessarily. Yeah, it's not a
2: permanent thing. Like uh, especially in the the beginning of the Black Garden card, usually says it, uh, the time flows both backward and forward. So like there there are a lot of options for that. Um, so just finding his ring doesn't automatically mean he's dead. Um, I mean, it is Lashmi. He probably knows a lot more than I do. <laughs> So that's one whole. Well, actually, in my has theory. her own
0: uh, agenda, her own motives for everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, so that's that's like maybe like the one whole my theory. But overall, like I have this eight and a half page Reddit post that I'm probably not gonna like. If you guys find me and really want to read it, I'll show it to you. A lot of it's just crazy. Spin foil hat. Like my, the, the title is Dragon Yoris Pujati's Spin foil hat is literally on fire. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> nice. Um, now we we'll, we'll throw that. If, if you don't mind, like you shared me the, the link with me. We can put that in the, the summary when we load the show. Yeah, so if show anyone notes. wants to, uh, yeah, it's it's check a couple. It out, they can check it out.
2: It's a couple months old, and a lot of it's been outdated. But because of all that research, I have become lightened into this overall story. Um, on another fun mm. fact, so like the the ability, because on many occasions it says that uh, Yor took the light, like he took Pahlin's light. Um, he threatened his ghost with stripping its light. Um, yes, we've, we've seen that before on, uh, the heart of Crota doing that to Omar, but we've also seen, uh, the opposite version of that being done by a guardian. If you look at ghost fragment warlock two, I'll just read it. Um, it's Ariana three, um, and another guardian torturing a wizard, um, like on the moon. So this is like during the battle of Mary like right before the, everything goes bad. Mm -hmm. Um, the card is, the person who's talking uh, with, there's a, there's a backslash and then there's not a backslash. The not backslash is Ariana three, but the, the backslash one, we don't know who that is and doesn't even give any indication on who it is. But that particular person is actually, um, torturing the wizard with, uh, with like light. Um, mm-hmm. it says, uh, sound of current or discharge. Ariana responds to pain, responds to light, heard it again. um, <clears throat> And it keeps going and going and going. And it's like, shall I burn it again? Then Aria says, "No, I think you're only feeding it." So we've we've seen something like that before. So it's not hard to imagine <clears throat> a guardian being able to, who, who's mastered that ability, to do the reverse of that. So instead of pushing light onto something, taking it out, especially if you've seen it from something like a wizard,
1: right? And there's the I don't play warlock enough, but the. The vampiric melee or whatever on the void one.
2: Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, like there's like my whole theory just goes into crazy stuff. Like I, I threw out the uh, <laughs> the possibility of your like in the the summoning pits, like the ritual. Um, I threw the the fogoth card up there. Not that fogoth matters, but like it it talks about the uh, how the pit itself is a, is a ritual site, like something goes in there and is set with a single purpose. Um, I don't know. I even like theorize that your has a worm, which is ridiculous. So <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: it could it's, be. it's good to, it's there's, good to ridiculous sometimes. There's what, you know, it talks about whispers and the darkness. So something's whispering.
2: Oh yeah. It's, it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty extensive. I go crazy with it. Um, but yeah, if anybody wants to read that, uh, Dragon, you can. I give you the opportunity to, to throw it up there. Just let so you know it's pretty I'll old, do. and I might update it someday.
0: Nice. Yeah, you should do that. That'd be fun. It's always fun to read, you know, different theories, and even if it, even if it's spit foil hat on fire crazy, it's still fun to read.
2: Oh yeah, it's was, it was definitely
0: fun, it's fun to, to write. Fun to talk about. Like a lot, right. no,
1: I and mean, that's <clears throat> that's one of the goals here is make sure we open all the eyes. Some of the yeah yeah. highlight some of the various ones mm-hmm. well
0: that was you know lore this is fun like lore is fun yeah like, yeah it's exciting to it's exciting reading cards where like they tell the full story or they they give direct you know information but it's also fun trying to figure out what they are hiding in those stories and try to figure out what they aren't telling us.
2: Yeah, like taking taking one card as ridiculous as Mysteries <laughs> two and putting it into some ridiculous context, it, you start seeing mm-hmm. things in a different light.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what that's one of the things that makes this fun, and so we want to we like we, we try to highlight that, and you know, yeah, this is speculation. This is our thoughts, our opinions, our theories. Even if we don't think it's possible, it's still something we you know would be cool or if it's fun to talk about. So so definitely keep it up.
2: Um, just to clarify, beta, your Resul theory, um, pretty good. Um, but I don't think John Goff could convince me that it was Zero at this point. <laughs> Even though it's like he almost confirmed it. Um it's,
1: Re- it's four. It's, it, I am your I
2: mean it's 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 pretty obvious. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty <laughs> obvious, but I hate the obvious, so I disagree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh
0: I just well, I think stubborn, that, so. uh, that about does it for this show. Uh, any, any last sh- thoughts before we uh do our, our sign outs.
2: Uh actually I yeah, do real quick. Um uh, so like because mm-hmm. we, we took the break after Thorn four. I just wanted to point out that uh even though um like so Ward's ghost seemed very like concerned about your not because he knew your but because your was a guardian and like I think all ghosts have the a sp- special connection with all guardians, regardless if it's their own or not. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
2: So I just wanted to point that out. Really-
4: nice. Cool.
0: Yeah, so uh, I think that about does it for this episode. Um, if you have any questions about uh, about this topic or any other topics, uh, you can email us at destinylorcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at uh, destinylorecast. Uh, I believe we are the Iron Lorecast at the moment, but uh, we'll, we'll still get it. Um, definitely love to hear your questions. Want we'll to ask those on on here and uh, do our best to uh, to tackle them. Um, Jared, thanks a lot for coming on. Um, if people want to you know find your art or uh, you know see some of the stuff you've done, uh, where can people find you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm I'm beginning a lot more active on Twitter recently. I won't probably won't be on as much the rest of the week this week because I'm moving. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at Jared B underscore I L U S T. Actually, I'm gonna spell my name real quick. J E R E D, unlike the 30 other ways to spell Jared. So it's <laughs> J E R E D B underscore I L L U S T at Twitter. Um, most of my artwork is on my uh, Deviant Art account. So that's just J E R E D B dot BeanArt.com. That's, uh, that's linked on my Twitter as well. Uh, so you guys nice. can find that. I do have a Facebook and Instagram, but I mean, Jared B illustrations pretty much everywhere. So you can probably find that. I'm not that active on those. Twitter and uh, DeviantArt. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh, Beta, what about you? Where can people find you?
1: I'm on Twitter at Beta Chieftain. And then I'm Beta Chieftain most everywhere. I haven't been on Reddit in a while. I've just been crazy busy. But (laughs) if you're looking for me, that's generally the tag that I will be under. So, yeah.
0: Nice. And uh, I'm Handsome Dragon. You can find me on Twitter at Handsome Dragon, and the O's are zeros. And I think that does it. Uh thanks for listening. It's a bit uh, kind of a longer one for us, but uh, it's a fun topic. Definitely an exciting one to get out there. And, and yeah, it was hard
1: yeah. enough cutting this down to <clears throat> yeah. what it is now. Oh yeah, <laughs> this the, was the notes, on the one like, We're like from
0: 14 <laughs> pages to
2: 28 <laughs> <laughs> pages down to 21 pages. So
4: mm-hmm.
2: watching those go up yeah. and down today.
0: Yeah, and this is focusing just one character of this saga of events. So, yeah, there's so much more out there. And but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening everybody.
4: All right,
1: guys. Yep. See you later.
4: Bye.